It's Friday. Hello, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Friday show, right? Yancey, Chevletee, how you doing, everyone? <laughs> Chevletee. You dumb Americans, I tell you. Every day in Paris is a Friday. We have a six every day. But you Americans, you, you wait for it today and the weekend just to have a six. Anyway, uh, there you go. Have a lot of sex and enjoy it. Friday! Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. What? Even though I hate him sometimes, he makes me smile. You know what? The only person that's more hated than you hate him is him hating you. Yeah, he doesn't like me. It's because <laughs> yeah. I don't like his food. Chef Letty hates you. His food sucks. You know what? I'm going to be in uh, in France this weekend. I should take Chef Letty. Let's see how long he would last in France. He wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. I think he'd do pretty well. Well, welcome to Friday. Yes. Yesterday, you thought it was Friday yesterday. It wasn't. Today, it's actually Friday. It is April 27th. <laughs> Dave Brody's in the best mood today. He went to see the Avengers movie yesterday. What'd you think about it? Unbelievable. No spoilers. I'm going to go see it again. It was fantastic. There you, he had his tickets for two months. He did. So if you have your tickets for two months, you better like it. I, I'm feeling kind of dancey today. Give me some Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa. Woo! So smooth. Calvin Harris. Dua Lipa. We love Dua. Mm-hmm. Hey, um... The Avengers movie came out yesterday. Dave Brody uh, bought tickets, what? Uh, two, two months ago. Two months ago. And so you went to see Avengers. I mean, if you have tickets for two months, even if it's bad, you're going to say it's good because you're not going to want to feel like a chump. But <laughs> was it really, really a good? Chump. The reviews said it was great. I'm saying it was better than that. No spoilers. I can't wait to see it again. Go see this movie. Wow. Wow. Yeah, everyone says it's tremendous. I can't Unbelievable. Wait to see it. Starring 35 people. All right. Uh, I do believe we have Movie Man on later. Yeah. He's going to talk about that movie and uh, everything else this weekend. So, with that said, let's go around the room. Welcome to the show. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind before the show gets started? All right. So, uh, Web Girl Kathleen always posts funny things on Elvis Duran's show on Instagram. So, the other day she posted a picture picture of Sam. It was a video, and Sam's butt got stuck in her chair. And she was walking around trying to get the chair off of her butt, right? So I realized just how horrible and crazy my sense of humor is. And then I realized the listeners have a bad sense of humor as well. Because my comment was, lots of people want to date her butt. And then, of course, all the listeners chime in. Lucky chair. I date her butt, too. So listeners... Thank you. If you have a freak flag, let it fly. Just it's like true. I let mine fly every day. <laughs> you know what? There's a video of me with something stuck uh, with my butt as well. Yeah. What was stuck on your butt? Uh, well, it had to do with a broom. There you go. All right. Say no but, more. But anyway. At least it wasn't up your butt. <laughs> well, actually, it was. Oh, it was? You know, okay, let's move on. Uh, what about you, <laughs> producer Sam? How are you today? I'm great. I have been bit with the inspiration bug, and I want to pay it forward. So my friend of mine recently decided for no reason that he's going to learn Japanese, and he's actually kind of well on his way to God, learning. How difficult would that be? It's yeah. not easy. So I've decided I'm going to start learning something I've always wanted to learn. You guys, I'm going to take guitar lessons, and this, this is accountability. So I'm doing it. I have my guitar already, and I'm going to learn how to play a musical instrument. Sam, have you played any other musical instrument ever? I'm just like every other kid. I played piano for like four weeks. Okay, so you know. <laughs> so do you know a little about music? My, uh, Chords, marginal amounts, things like that. Yeah. Are you ready to get calluses on your fingers? I'm so excited to get finger calluses. Yeah. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to strum you guys away soon. Don't you worry. Well, well, I want to be strummed. Strum me away. <laughs> hey, uh, what about you, Scary? What's on your mind today? Remember a couple of weeks ago when that company swooped in and paid all the bills 
for that DonorsChoose.org website. Oh, yeah, they paid off all the teachers' project right. uh, amounts. Well, I checked in with them again yesterday, and it looks like there's all new projects oh, yeah. that need to be funded. So I think today I am going to reward Mr. Spears' eighth-grade class because they need 60 books for 60 students, and I'm going to pay the $106. The boy in the stripped pa- pajamas is coming your in way. In the striped pajamas. It says stripped here. It's boy in the striped oh, that's pajamas. That's a grammar error. Yeah. That they- yeah. Yeah, well- <laughs> famous book. Yeah, we may... We- <laughs> We may not want to do the stripped pajamas and maybe. Very okay, well, I know what it says, but you know what you're doing at donorschoose.org? What an amazing thing you're doing. You can supply an entire class full of books for under $200. Right. And just because they're not in the news anymore, guess what? New projects have now popped up. After that bill was paid, we got to start paying. Here we go. Donorschoose.org. Thank you, Scary. You're welcome. Yeah, scary yeah. Jones. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's get into your horoscopes. You're up first, Danielle. All right, so it's Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Capricorn, supportive friends will inspire you. Now is the time to release that creative energy. Your day's an eight. Aquarius, bottling up your emotions will leave you restless. Open your heart and express yourself. Your day's a nine. Pisces, trust your instincts when it comes to relationships. Set firm boundaries and face challenges head first. Your day's an eight. Aries, consider all of your options before making big decisions. Waiting it out definitely is the best option, so be patient. Your day's a ten. Taurus, listen to the words of wisdom coming your way. A fresh perspective will allow for creative insight. Your day's a nine. Gemini, positive energy will enhance your ability to connect. New friendships are on the horizon. Your day's a ten. Cancer, offer your support to others in their time of need. Your advice is valuable. Your day is an eight. Leo, have faith in the universe and let things flow naturally. If it's meant to be, it will be. Your day's a seven. Virgo, your actions are driven by emotion. Take a step back before making the first move. Your day's a ten. Libra, don't let your determination get in the way of your relationships. Take your time. It'll be worth it. Your day's an eight. Scorpio, you have a strong urge to share your secrets. Lean on your friends in the process. Your day is a nine. And Sagittarius, use common sense when making financial decisions be cautious your day's an eight and those are your friday morning horoscopes you know what day it is what is it friday let's have me some friday let's go you ready yeah all right you're not recording this are you in the morning show in today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. One week from today, we're doing our show live from Norwegian Bliss. I can't believe it. I've never done a show live from a ship. Never. Can we do that? Have we looked into yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I hope a, the lines work. Anybody test that yet? Do we have a long cord? Plug <laughs> <laughs> her in. Anyway, uh, Norwegian Bliss is at the pier. People driving by on the West Side Highway here in New York City can look right over and see all the artwork on the bow and uh, down the side of the ship. It's beautiful. Uh, if you look and see how huge this thing is, it's over 1,000 feet long, 136 feet wide at its widest. We can fit over 4,000 passengers on there. We can, we can travel at twenty three knots. You know what a knot is? I don't miles know. per hour. That's like twenty eight miles per hour. Frog, is that right? It's very close. Yes, it's it. They're very close, but yes, miles per hour is faster than knots. But it is the biggest ship Norwegian Cruise Lines has built, and it's our ship. So we want you on it. Now you'll have a whole year to take your seven day cruise. You'll get a balcony stateroom with round trip airfare from wherever you're flying in from. Starbucks on on board. Also, we've got the Cellars, which is a wine bar, Texas-style barbecue with guacamole. We got everything. Broadway shows. 
We want you to feel it first. Bliss, the most unbelievable experience, and you're going on it if you're caller 100. 1-800-242-0100. Let's go talk to Shannon. Hello, Shannon. Why are you calling us? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling because I might be getting a new car today, and I'm having a hard time carting with my old car. Wow. So how, how long have you had your current car? 10 years. Yeah, that's a long time. See, I'm shopping for a new car right now, too, and, and like, have my eye on a couple of things. But I feel you because it's hard. When you've had a car for so long, you get really attached. It becomes part of your family. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm having a hard time with it. <laughs> oh, did you give your car a name? Sally. Bally? Yeah, Sally. Oh, Sally. Oh, my my mom had a Sally growing up car. It was her Mustang. She had a Sally Mustang. Mustang Sally? Yes, she did. It has a ring to it. So, okay, so Shannon, so even even though you're having a difficult time parting with this car that you've had a relationship with for 10 years, you have had a a relationship with your car, you're about to get something brand new. And I bet as soon as you sit down in that new car, you're going to totally, totally be into it and you'll be fine. I I hope so. I'm excited about it. You are excited, but I I hear that you almost have a you almost have kind of a tremble in your voice. I'm nervous. I didn't expect to be talking on the radio this morning. Oh no no no! That's the easy part. It's partying with your old car that's yeah. going to be difficult. <laughs> it is kind of weird when you you clean all your stuff out. You guys have all been through it, right? Oh yeah. You clean all your stuff out, and then when you drop it off, you look at it one more time, and you think to yourself. Hmm, thank you. Thank you for getting me from point A to point B, right. safe and sound. Thank you for being there when I was in a bad mood and I drove you, and, or when, when I was in a celebratory mood and I drove you. And You know, your car is there. We, we, we think of it as this inanimate object. Well, actually, an object that's not human. Is it the same thing? Uh, it's not yeah. really, but sort of. Look it up. But it really is a part of your life. I get it. Oh. Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys taking my call and talking to me about it. It's all good. Yeah, Froggy, what do you think? I once had a car, I drove it for a long time, I got rid of it, and I am so sure that I saw it on the road with somebody else driving it, like about a month or two after I had gotten rid of it. And I almost wanted to stop and pull the person over and see if it was my car, and see if they were treating it right. Because I'm like, (laughs) that looks like my car, you can't just drive my car, you gotta be treating it the way I did. Because you do, you get attached to them. You do. Well, what if you think of it like this, um, Shannon? I mean, it's it's like a guy you're dating. A person you're dating, and then you just come to the end, and it's, it's time you you both realize it's time to move on. Your car needs to move on to a new family or a new a new maybe a, a high school senior is getting their first car for the first time or whatever, and you need a new car too. You know, it's like you yeah. got to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's exciting. I'm ready. But you know what? I got to say, like, even like bringing your kid home for the first time in your car, in their car seat, it's like memories like that. It's like your first house, you know, like when you're in your house for the first time and you carry your wife over the threshold or whatever the hell it is. There's like a lot of of memories. So, you know, you get it. Well, Shannon, we say goodbye to your car. Thank you, car. What kind of car uh, is it? I have a Mustang right now. Oh. And it's Sally. Sing. Sally. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll, we'll miss you, Sally. Oh, thank you. Yes. And what is your new car, what color will it be? Uh, I think it's going to be black. Black. Right. Oh, black's yeah, a nice Look car. forward to the new car. That's yeah. great. All right, Shannon. Thank you. And have a, have a great day. Thanks for bringing this point up because it, it, it actually is a part of our lives that we, we kind of gloss over. Yeah. We, we do. Thanks for listening to it's us. It's tough. 
I feel bad. Well, don't. much like Froggy, I, I know that feeling of <laughs> wanting to get rid of your car, but you don't know who's going to have it next. Yeah. Growing up in a small town, I got rid of a car, and then I'm driving down the road a couple of years later, and I see the car, and it had just been in an accident. Oh. What are the odds of that? And you start thinking, you know, if I still own that car, I yeah. Would, and know. the guy driving it, obviously not paying attention, rear-ended somebody else. There oh. it is with the front end all banged up, and I'm like, that did was you my want to car. take it back? Yeah. Well, I, got, I yelled out the window. I'm like, what did you do to my car? Did they know it was you? No, they didn't know it because I had sold it to a dealership, and then that guy had just bought it. Oh, but I, I recognize it. But what wow. are the odds of that? Seeing my own car that the I had for years. I thought you were nuts. Like, it's not your yeah, car, dude. It's my car. Yeah, but you it's get true. attached. It's like Elvis said with a house. I remember I, I just moved three and a half years ago. And my, the house that I moved from, I lived in for 10 years. We we still drive by. It's only a mile and a half from the house we live in now. We still drive by and look at it. The people that painted it are really ugly colored, by the way. It makes me upset. I, I was very attached to your better. house. Like, I didn't want you to leave that house because I loved that house. And I wow. had so many memories in your house. I know. It's true, though. You know what? I See, the, well, look at it the other way. Because we bought a new house. And we totally, not gutted it, but we redid a lot of it. And it was yeah. all designed by the people we bought it from. Oh, wow. So we, we actually erased their their dreams and their plans. Wow. Yeah, I did that too, but my new house is way better <laughs> since we fixed it up than the old people had it. They'd be happy if they came back and saw it. So it's, it's, it's really funny. Wow. It's a car, a house. No, it's more than that. It's part of your life. It is. Right. Yeah. Hi, Cassie. Hi, how are you? We're doing well. So, Cassie, when it was time to get rid of your old car to get a new car, you actually wrote a letter to your car? I did. I was so emotional about giving it up, and I was just thinking about all the places it took me, and it took me to college, and my first boyfriend and I, you know, we drove that car everywhere, and I wrote it a letter, and my friends thought I was crazy, but I swear it was cathartic. You know what? I think we should be commended for being so attached to something like Something as simple as a car. Because at the end of the day, it is just a hunk of steel with tires. Right. I get that. But there's memories in there. There's a spirit that's in the cockpit of the car. The stuff that happened in there. I get it. I think it's great. Yeah, I, think- I just remembered it filled with stuff for college. And when I sold it, um, the guy who picked it up, I said, you know, could I just drive it around the block one more time? And he said no to me. He said no because it wasn't. He said no. Oh, he denied you of that. Oh no, that's awful. <laughs> okay, but now you have a new car with new memories, yeah. huh? Right. Now you're a cr- car, and I yes, I've had a child. You know, I had this car, and now I have my my kid now. So I'm like, okay, this is the car that I had my baby in. So I'm sure this will get another letter. There you go. Oh yeah, forget it. That's going to be even worse for you. Yeah, don't let anyone make fun of your attachment to uh, your 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 car. There there is something there. Thank yes, you. it says a lot a- of. Unless it's a fetish or something. Like yeah, yeah. There are people that make out with their cars <laughs> yeah, and marry don't, them. Don't do that. No, but seriously, if if you, if you have that attachment to the memories in your car, that says a lot about you. I think it's great. Cassie, thank you for listening to us, okay? Thank you so much. I've listened to you guys since I was in, like, second grade. And now my daughter- see, look, oh, Cassie! See, look, 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 see, you have an attachment to us like you had to your car. But we're not going anywhere. I- we're still here. No, no, we'll go away one day. Shut up, Elvis. You'll train us in for a new model. <laughs> Walkers and Talkers, a podcast for Walking Dead fans. Hey, da, da, da. No, but that's it. No, you can't say anything. But he had a bat in no, the No, 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 stop it. Recaps, the latest news, and interviews with members of the cast. Hosted by David Brody and his co-host Jamie. Walkers and Talkers. Listen on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So the thing about Tate's Bake Shop Cookies yeah. is no matter what mood you're in, I can open up a bag in front of you. 
and you immediately start smiling. Unless you finish the bag without giving me one, and then I'm pissed at you. If you really want to make someone mad, <laughs> hand them an empty Tate's bag. Nate does that. I Nate's do. like, there's none left. I'm like, really? Then why would you hand it to her? Just Sheesh. to make her mad. Jackass. If you've never, if you've never had... Tate's Bake Shop Cookies. I mean, they are known around the world now. The thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. That's the cookie that started it all for our friend uh, Kathleen King. But now Tate's, all sorts of flavors. The oatmeal raisin. They now have the limited edition uh, key lime and coconut and the orange cream. And they also have macadamia, white chocolate. They have, uh, you can go on and on and on. The vanilla cookies are great. They also have gluten-free for... uh, friends who want a delicious cookie but they can't eat cookies now they can tate's bake shop the green bag you can't miss it i'm not going to be happy until everyone has eaten at least one tate's cookie <laughs> tate's bake shop uniquely crispy deeply delicious uh danielle yeah what's going on so uh officially off the market the situation. He got engaged to his uh, longtime sweetheart, Lauren. Uh, they are very happy. And yesterday, if you were watching the Jersey Shore, since it was Jersey Days, we did find out that he had wanted to kind of settle down. And now he and Lauren are engaged. So congratulations to the situation. Uh, let's talk about the royal baby name. We finally know what it is. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have named their third child Louis Arthur Charles. So congratulations there. So this is interesting. Halsey was on with the doctors and she was talking about freezing her eggs and the reason and when i tell people that they're like why would you do that you're 23 why do you need to freeze your eggs and doing an ovarian reserve is important for me because you know i'm fortunate enough to have that as an option but i need to be aggressive about protecting my fertility about protecting myself and reproductive reproductive illness is so frustrating because it can really make you feel like less of a woman. There's a lot of times when you're sitting at home and you just feel so terrible about yourself. You know, you're sick, you you don't feel sexy, you don't feel proud, you don't feel like there's much hope. Um, and so taking these measures to make sure that I get to have a, hopefully a, a bright future and, and, and achieve the things that I want to achieve by doing that ovarian reserve is really important. She actually suffers from endometriosis, and she did suffer a miscarriage during a show a while back. She talked about all of that on The Doctors yesterday. Rotten Tomatoes did a little survey for you, and they were talking about America's movie franchises. Marvel comes out on top. Marvel's heroes were also named the top characters, and they beat out Star Wars, which I found very interesting. So we found out yesterday, Bill Cosby guilty. Three counts of drugging and raping a woman in 2004. He faces up to 10 years in prison on each count. He's 80 years old, so whatever he gets could actually be a life sentence. Tom Brokaw is being accused of sexually harassing two women in the 90s. One says he groped her and tried to force a kiss on her, and the other claims he put her hands on his chest, so I will keep you posted um, as we find out more details about that one. Uh, the Simpsons will air its 636th episode this Sunday. How crazy. That's one more than the classic show Gunsmoke had. So that's big news for The Simpsons. And uh, one more thing. We'll talk about what's going on in your movie theaters this weekend. You do have Avengers Infinity War, like I had to tell you that one. I'm sure half of you have already seen it already. Uh, And uh, hopefully that's what you're going to see. And a lot of cool stuff on television and Netflix, of course. So check your local listings. Uh, We were talking uh, in the room about... How you're different when your significant other is out of town. If you're single, then you live this way all the time. Yeah. And God bless you. 
And I'm in a relationship where I have I have the house to myself three or four nights a week mm-hmm. sometimes. So, you know, I live like that, you know, every week. But Brody, for instance, yeah. your wife, Melissa, is, or is she out of town? Uh, no such luck. Oh. Oh, that's oh. really nice. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, no, I, no I, 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 it was a joke. No, I, she's actually going away to San Francisco, one of my daughters, right? uh, in a few weeks. So guess what? You're going to have the house to yourself. I am planning on oh. making a mess, eating nachos for every meal. Right. And uh, uh, just not doing laundry, just going back to when I lived alone. Right. You know, and, and Straight Nate was talking about how his girlfriend was out of town. Yeah, she's actually out of town now. She left last night for L.A. And the instant she left and the door closed, my pants are off. They're hanging on right. the side of the couch. <laughs> I'm sitting there in my underwear. And two hours later, there's dirty dishes. And I now, fall asleep on the couch. When you know she's coming home, is that when you quickly clean everything oh, God, up? I got to get, yeah. right, get my you stuff together sc- tonight. Scrub it up. No, I'm the same way. You know, the three three nights a week, I yeah. I live like a total slob. I mean, there's yeah. dishes stacked in the sink. There's clothes everywhere. Wow. I mean, it's a mess. It's so different when you live with someone all the time, I guess. You try mm-hmm. to stay on top of all that stuff. Well, I know, but... It, I, Okay, it's saying two things. It's It says that you are relaxed and this is the way you're going to live. You only yeah. clean up when you have to. Uh-huh. But secondly, it talks about how you don't want your your significant other to know how you live. Yeah, the real you. So why not just let them walk in the house and see the unmade bed? Oh. Why don't you let them see your underwear on the floor? Maybe you're afraid that they'll leave you if they know the real if they know the real you <laughs> no. puts dirty well, undies okay, on the okay, floor. But, but I'm trying to get to something deeper here. Yeah. Hear me out. I, we, stay with me, okay? Okay. Okay. What else is it that we're doing differently in our lives when <laughs> they are with us versus when they are not? Oh. It has more to do. I mean, it, it, there's more to it than leaving dirty underwear on the floor or eating nachos for dinner every night. That is true. Like, how do we talk? What jokes would we tell or not tell with them around? Yeah. Who would we flirt with? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, huh. you know, look, I took this uh, meditation course, it's a philosophy course years ago, and I think I've talked about this on the show, where you, we're all actors on a stage, yeah. but, you know, there are different plays that we're in, so uh, the person that people see is going to be different, like, from one person to another. Oh, totally. Like, I'm going to act differently in front of Danielle at dinner than if I went and had dinner with Nate. Yeah. Or with, with Alex. Right. We're, we put, we are all the same at the core, but we have these exteriors that change yeah. with different people. Think about that. If you go, see, if I go out to dinner when, and someone's more intellectual than I am, I'll try to be more proper at dinner. Exactly. And like just behaved. But if it's like somebody I grew up with from the Bronx, <laughs> we're like screaming and yelling. Exactly. And yeah, so... You know. Isn't that funny how we put on these these faces? These we, airs. We clean the house before they get home. Yeah. Like yep. when Alex is maybe twenty minutes away, I I have to get in the shower, I have to put on clothes, I want my hair to look somewhat nice. Right. I don't dress up, but I I want to look better than I did thirty minutes before when he wasn't around. Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. Sam. Samantha, what do you have to add to this? I think I'm I'm kind of a weird case because I'm the opposite. When I'm out with my boyfriend, I'm a little nuttier than usual, and I think it's because I'm I don't. Here's my truest colors, and you have to be okay with this. And then once I feel like he's okay with this, I'll bring it back down to normal. But I'm even more of a cartoon when I'm with him. Well, the question is, who is the real you when you're with him or when you're not with him? I I don't think, I think (laughs) they're all the real us. We just turn it up and turn it down in different ways with different people. Right, Froggy? Oh, I agree 100%. Like, for example, when Lisa leaves... And goes away, and it's just me and Kate at home. The house is kind of a mess. But the day she's coming home, I wake up that morning knowing that I want to mop the floors. I want to clean up the kitchen. I want to do the laundry. I want her to come home 
to a clean house so that she's not trying to catch up from being gone for a couple of days. Yeah. See, that's different. You're doing that for her uh-huh. to make her feel good. Right. We're doing it so they won't know what kind of slob we are. Like like oh, Scary, for instance. Yeah. This is why Scary <laughs> refuses to live with anyone. Yeah, I, I think this is this conversation right here is getting to the root of why I don't think I ever want to move in with anybody because I feel like I'm low stress when I'm not with somebody. I'm, I don't want to, because whenever I'm with a person or anyone, I'm always on guard. So I like to be myself, do my own thing, march to the beat of my own That's drum. That's okay. Well, it's and also you- about not wanting to compromise, mm-hmm. which is all a part of it, too. Well, there is that. I, I, I have a zero sacrifice situation going on. <laughs> I, it's terrible. Anyway, so <laughs> it, it's interesting. You look, we just live our lives like this and not, we don't think about it. Yeah. What we're do- doing right now is saying, hey, why don't we think about what it is we do differently around different people? Yeah. How do we, like, I can't think of, I do have one friend in my life that I would allow to come into my house if it ha- if I have stacks of stuff everywhere. Yeah, only one. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I, I, like I do, I let it hang out. Like, I don't care. I have certain friends who I know they live the way I do. And when I go into their house, I feel more comfortable because they're, it's not like a museum. Mm-hmm. And then I have certain <laughs> friends that I'm so afraid to drop something on the floor because I don't want them to get upset. You know? It's it's crazy how yeah. we are we are different around different people. We it's put pretty, on yeah. these different masks, but behind the mask, we are still the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Jenna. Hi. Yeah, what's going on? My fiance is the complete opposite of me. Like, Your fiance is the opposite of you. How's that? Yeah, in that like, oh, the only thing that needs to be clean in my house is the kitchen. That's my only thing. My kitchen has to be clean at all times. Other than that, my clothes is everywhere. Everything is all over the place. He loves when I go away, and I go away like once every two months. When I come home, he is so upset because he knows the house is going to get messy again. He loves to clean everything all the time. Wow. Well, you know, so that's th- the opposite. Okay. Well, look at this. This is sort of a yin-yang thing. Yeah. Where you guys complement each other by being opposites in some ways. Don't you agree? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Now, can you imagine if, fiance, if your fiancé was a mess like you? you would, it, it would look like a, an episode of Hoarders in your house. Yep. I know. I would clean like once a week, though. Like, you know, just to compromise with him like what we were talking about but usually no my clothes is usually everywhere yeah. the only thing that has to be clean is my kitchen come look at my closet jenna the only time <laughs> my closet's clean is when i need clean underwear that's it like when, I, when i do laundry oh my gosh i don't know jenna. i took pictures Thank of myself you. in an outfit the other day and but i took the pictures of myself in my husband's closet and i sent it to my friend to see what she thought and i wrote in parentheses just an FYI, this is not my closet. It's Sheldon's closet. Right. That's why it's a mess. Heaven forbid someone <laughs> thinks this is mine. Uh, Kristen, what's going on, Kristen? Hi. Hey, so when your fiance is not around the house, how how's everything different? I am literally having anxiety hearing this conversation because when I am not, when I'm home, it's, I'm a knee freak. So everything has to be clean. But then there's sometimes, you know, I won't argue with him if he leaves a dish in the sink and I have to clean it. But when he's away, I not one thing is messed up. If I put a dish in the sink, I know that it's getting cleaned right then and there. Wow. And I don't have to, I don't, I can't, I'm such a neat freak. But it gives me less anxiety when he's away because I know that everything's going to stay the way it is. Oh, okay. Wow. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people are like that, Kristen. A lot of people have to have yeah. everything in order and perpendicular and and parallel. At, you know what I'm saying? At all times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're opposite that way. That's cool. Now, is he a little? Is, is he messy? Like you're saying? Yeah. There you go. Huh. All right. Thank you, Kristen.
Interesting, huh? Yeah, it what's is. your twist on this, Nate? You know, last night, I reverted back to my former self. I was sitting on the couch in my underwear, you know, dirty <laughs> dishes lying everywhere. But at the same time, I'm thinking, I don't want to be that person. Exactly. No, I, not, I don't want to be sitting there with dirty dishes in the sink. So maybe you find someone that makes you the person you want to be. Okay. But that's, every now and then that's it's another way nice. of looking at it. It's though. nice to scratch your crotch when no one's looking. Yeah. Oh, it is. I like <laughs> to do it when people are looking. Now. Yeah, Froggy encourages people to watch. Froggy. Yeah. But no, no, oh, no. That's another way of looking at it. I'm, yeah. Maybe I'm just trying to be too philosophical about this whole thing. But no, I started being philosophical over your philosophy. Does that make sense? It was I, philosophical I started, philosophy. I dug deeper on the hole you were digging. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I get it. Hmm. I get it. That's what I so the other day, my son said to me, quote, hey, dad, mom hasn't been home all day and we've watched golf. Nobody complained and the dishes in the sink, the world didn't end. I'm like, I know. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> then we quickly turned off golf and cleaned up the house before mom came. Hurry, <laughs> mom's on the way. Now, listen to Dan. Dan's a whole different look at this. Hi, Dan. Hey, Elvis. Hey, love buddy. you guys. Love you, too. So your wife went away for a whole month. What was different in your day every day for a month while she was away versus when she came home? Well, day and night are all completely different. In a day, I worked out every single day, um, and I hadn't worked out in three or four years ever, and uh, every day she was gone, I worked out once a day, or maybe even twice a day. Wow. But why, why do you think you don't work out when she's around? Oh, she she needs to cook and everything, and then if she's not around, I I can eat at midnight. I can <laughs> I can eat whenever right, I want. Right, but you worked out yeah. sometimes well, twice a day. But when she wow. came home, did you continue working out every day? Oh, the, the, the day she came home, I I uh, picked up the airport. I lifted her up. She's like, "Oh my God, you got a lot stronger!" And that was the last time I ever worked out. See, that's oh. a, isn't that weird? So maybe another way of looking at this, another layer is we are like I said, we are different people yeah. around. Different people. Yeah. It, it's, and it's at, just, at night, I uh, watched the whole Lord of the Rings, like, what was it, six series, three hours <laughs> each, and uh, I ended up growing my hair out, um, like, for a whole year, and I have my own Legolas hair now. See? Look at that. Wow, look at you. But that's but down deep in your core, you're still the same person with or without her around, but there's just something we do differently mm-hmm. in front of other people, because we are all actors, and we yeah. don't even give her... We're actually Academy Award-winning <laughs> material, you we know? Are. We could actually win awards for this. Mm. All right, thank you, Dan. Thank you very much. What's scary? Call me crazy. You're crazy. I- I've crazy. always felt crazy. that even married couples should live in two separate houses. I think it would. It would a lot of people would, say that is a probably a good idea. It. There would be less divorce because we'd all get along and wouldn't be all up in each other's grills. I think all he day. went. What? I think you should have that conversation with your girlfriend. Let me know what she says. Listen, how that goes. Think about that. We got to change the way we think. I mean, if half the. Well, woman, no, no, no. Huh? We don't have to change the way we yeah. think. There are. Successful relationships. True. They're part time together, part time away from each other. Right. Yeah. No, no, we, no one has to change anything. We just have to understand each we, other. A I've better. been married 15 years and, you know, and we've been together 20 something. We're doing okay. And you've been right. acting the entire time. I, the whole time. I hate his guts and he hates mine. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Scary, you and I live in two separate houses. Maybe that's why we're still together. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. So you know you have your go-to movie. Now, I'll give you the question that will help you identify what that go-to movie is. 
if and we, I think we got this from Reddit. Reddit. If you were stuck in a room by yourself for 24 hours and had to watch one movie over and over and over nonstop, which one would it be? Danielle. You know which movie. Jumanji. Oh exactly. God. And that's, well, yeah. that's where this question came from because yeah. you were so Jumanji crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's to the point where you really need a new movie. It's an well, I, it's such a good movie, and there's still people who haven't seen it. Like right. uh, you <laughs> have not seen it. Okay, so so 24 hours, yeah. nonstop looped Jumanji. I could totally do it. Yeah, Nate, what was your answer? I would say Jaws. I've seen that movie probably 200 times. I know every single line. I love that movie. I could watch it over and over and over and over and over. What about you, Greg T? Uh, I really think it's Top Gun. Top Gun, for me, is such an amazing, hot, fast, yeah, I furious love movie. movie. I love it. I made love to Top Gun. I've had great conversations. <laughs> you, you made love to oh, Top yeah. Gun? During oh. the volleyball scene? Call no. me Goose. Call me Goose. <laughs> is that why it's a romantic was, comedy for you? I'm ta- no, dude, it, was, it was a moment. Like okay. I, I was with somebody. So and it was, 24 it was hours in a room, and you have to watch it over and over and over. What about you, Top- Garrett? Uh, cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Oh, what a great film. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with that? The Jamaican, like the Jamaican Luge team. Is yeah. that Bobsled team. Bobsled. That's a great movie. I mean, Bobsled. Yeah, great movie. I, I can't get, get through that once. <laughs> I can't get through Jaws. Jaws is stupid. <laughs> Don't you dare say Jaws is stupid. I can't get through oh, Okay, hey, hey, hey. Calm your jets. <laughs> They're going to all kill each other now. I know. This is not, I need a bat. <laughs> this is not a baseball game. Uh, Brody, which film would you watch? Looped over and over for 24 hours in a room. The Debbie one... does Dallas. No, really. Uh, probably Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, I'd fall asleep. For what about you, Scary? Oh, it's got to be Ferris Bueller's Day There's Off. There's only one movie called Star Wars. Yeah, no, Ferry, Ferris Bueller's. That's a good Ferris one. Bueller's Day Off is a fantastic Matthew movie. Broderick. There's so many quotable lines there, yes. and it's just. And for me, that was that was it. With it my was friends. fun. We watched it over and over again. Yes, it How was about it. You? really fun. Well, <sighs> mine's the only film that. Came out before I was born. All you guys kind of grew up watching these films, except for Jumanji. Yeah. Uh, Anti Mame. I know it. 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 Oh my god! I always thought you used that as just a punchline. No. Anti. Really? No. 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 Anti Mame. If I if I if I uh, need just to sit down and just lose it, lose my my mind for a little while, I'll watch Anti Mame. It's the best film What's ever. What's it about? It's just very campy about this. Very, very, very wealthy socialite in New York City, back in the God into the Depression. It, it was she's just this this powerful, loud, bigger than life woman who's so much fun and in love with life, and I want to be just like her. You have the action figures, right? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what grip. the original book. Uh, I have signed by by uh, Patrick Dennis, not his real name. I, I have an autographed copy of the book that was written back in the early 1900s. I'm, no, I'm a huge fan of wow. Auntie Mae. Wow. I never knew this. So if you put me in a room by myself and I had to watch a film over and over and over in loop, it would be Auntie Mae. And as huh. as Nate says, huh. you could not have given a gayer answer. You really couldn't have. I'm trying to think of the the stereotypical gay kind of iconic movies. Birdcage. Birdcage, maybe. What? But right. is that something that Birdcage is a gay man? Yeah, yeah. Please, Birdcage is a great film. Yeah, that and uh, what's that other that musical? Well, name it. Th- that musical. That West, musical. Side, West, West Side Story. All musicals. When oh, you're there's, a check, there's one you're in, a Oh, check. Guys and Dolls. Don't you like that one? Yeah, of guys course. and guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. You know, it, it's kind of funny how you can get lost in that one film and you just don't mind having it repeated. Yeah. There's a something about that film that talks to you. And so you really should, in each film you answered, you should examine what it is in that film that really 
locks you in. It makes you not mind seeing it over and over and over, and you're never tired of it. It brings me back to a place. That's why because okay. I, I'm, I'm tr- it triggers that moment uh, when I used to, when I saw it in the theaters with my friends. Ferris then, Bueller. Yes, that was the one. Right. Life. Oh, go ahead. With Danielle. Greg T, it triggers something else. <laughs> no, he I, made love. I to think Top that's a great Gun. point. I never really thought about why I like Top Gun so much, but now that you just brought that up, I, I think that there is something. You know, Tom Cruise's character is kind of like you know he's the wild guy. Uh, he's not really trusted, but he's really good at what he does. Uh, and then he has to kind of prove himself at the end. And at the end, they go, you know, what do you, you know, now what are you going to do? And he's like, I thought I'd come back as a, uh, as, as a as a teacher next year for Top Gun. And they're like, you a teacher? And okay. They, Really, are, you're giving the whole script. Well, well every scene, minute, top guy. Are you now that guy? I think I'm that guy. You're not that guy. Are not, you not yet. You're, you're Maverick. I'm, t- I'm not teaching anybody anything. Nate, why are you locked into uh, Jaws? I, I, you know what? I think it was one of those movies I first saw as a kid. I was like three or four. So it brings back memories. Maybe it's kind of like Greg Well, yeah. You know, keep in mind, when Jaws came out, it was more than a film. It was an event because yeah. it really was a huge story. It really turned sharks into a major topic. All people were doing stories about them. I mean, Jaws really set off a huge, huge turn of this events. It's the first involves... summer blockbuster. It was like yeah. one of the first. Oh, really? Yeah. And not only that, huge. if you break down the script, I took screenwriting in school because my major was movie and TV, even though I'm not doing anything with it. But if you break down the script, it f- it really functions perfectly as a storyline, as capturing you know somebody's interest and and the things that happen in the plot and and trying to resolve it. And uh, it, it's just a fantastic movie. So Danielle Jumanji, mm. what is it about Jumanji that really? I mean, you are nonstop yeah. about Kevin Jumanji. Kevin Hart and Jack Black are so freaking funny in this movie. Right. It is. That's why. I love the two of them in this movie. Their characters, how they portray the characters. That movie is so perfectly cast with everybody in it. It's just brilliant. And it just you just crack up. And every time I watch it, I find something else that I missed the last time. And I'm like, oh my god! But wait, god, you've seen so it 50 times. I've seen it a lot. No, really. It, it, seriously, how many times have you seen Jumanji? Without exaggerating. I've done that maybe six, seven times That's now. a That's a lot. I guess that's a lot. For, a, we, for a new movie, yeah, that's a lot. But we have it. I bought it. At home, like you know, you buy it for nineteen ninety nine. I bought it, and I also have one for the car, for the DVD player for the kids. <laughs> so I have it everywhere. You know, does it have a soundtrack? Oh my yeah, God. your voice. No, because no, because the music in there is amazing. There was a great soundtrack. This isn't the Greatest Showman. Oh, know, that's a good one too. too. How have you oh, not by the way, for the that is on demand now. The Greatest oh, yeah, Showman. It just came oh, out. I love so why it. is yeah. Danielle pulled over to the side of the road? Well, Jumanji's on. <laughs> She's watching it on an app screen. Elephants. You haven't haven't gotten anything from them? I wish. I wish they would send me a t-shirt, maybe a hat, something something. to say thank you. Okay, okay, now we'll get you something. Can we go back to The Greatest Showman for a second? I saw it. I loved it. How come that movie wasn't bigger than I thought it would be? I agree. I I think it was such a beautifully done film. The music, everything. It just didn't click in a huge mass and way. And when the soundtrack comes on and it's just that that, that first song, it's, oh. It's just I kidding. know I had reservations about seeing it. I saw it first. In this room, I saw it first. Right. And I was like, oh, it's a musical. It's about a circus. I, I like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And I just think the musical audience for movies is not huge. Like, you know, La La Land wasn't a mess. But what did you think about this one? I cried. I emailed exactly. all you guys and said, oh my God, you have to see it. Yeah. it it's a different film, but yeah. it just wasn't as massive as it should have been. So if you haven't, go see The Greatest Showman. It's on You're going to love it. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. I think I'm ready to start a modeling career. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
Blue Apron delivers farm-fresh, perfectly portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes so you can make incredible meals at home. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while reducing food waste and supporting sustainable farms and fisheries. Visit blueapron.com slash Elvis. Get your first three meals for free, a $30 value. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. A lot of phone calls coming in from Michael Oppenheimer. Let's see how he does. The email reads, my grandmother absolutely hates telemarketers. She's been known to blow whistles into the phone when they call. Oh, no. My whole family hates telemarketers. My uh, grandmother lives with my aunt and my mom and even my uncle. They all hang out together and wait for the phone to ring so they can yell at the telemarketers. (laughs) This is a job for Michael Oppenheimer. Don't you think? Michael, let him have it. This comes to us from Karen in Kenilworth, New Jersey. All right, Karen, scary as Michael Oppenheimer is going to make the call. Listen as Karen's grandmother, aunt, mom, and even Uncle Eddie all get involved with a phone call from Michael Oppenheimer. Hello. Oh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Hello. Who is this? Hi, this is Mr. Michael. I can't hear you. This is Mr. Hello? Good morning. This is Mr. Michael. You have to talk louder. I can't hear you. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey (laughs) Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today, miss? Hello. Greetings. This is Mr. What's wrong with you? I can't hear you. You can hear me just fine. Would you like to lend a helping hand to the illiteracy... Hello? Oh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today? Yeah, we're not interested, thanks. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the... Are you a moron or not? I mean, after I hang up three times, you you keep calling back? Just a word about our program here this afternoon. Is this a, a recording? This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today? For illiteracy? For illiteracy. Maybe there's someone in your family who cannot read or write. We're not interested. Okay. Maybe you'd like to put a donation in. Maybe, um, maybe I wouldn't. You know, in today's society, reading is fundamental. Hello? Greetings. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer again with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing? Michael Oppenheimer? Yes. We'd like to tell you about our... And what? From from what? The New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. Walk Along? For Literacy. My call for you today is twofold. One, to let you know about an upcoming event we have going on on Sunday at the Meadowlands. And the other is to ask for a small financial donation at this time. Sure. Okay, can I have your full name, please? Uh, no, you'll find out when I get the cops to come over. Where are you located? Do you have anyone in your family who uh, is illiterate? And you're in... Excuse in me, I'm, new... I'm trying... What's your phone number? trying to read through my script. What's your phone number? Are you with me? Yes, I am with you, but... Um, would you like to participate in our event? Okay, I might be interested, okay? Okay, uh, I'll can call I... call you back when I'm interested. Can I have your credit card number, please? Kind of police, may I help you? I'm sorry, you must be in a bad cell area. This is Mr. Are you Mike. a f-ing total ass? One out of every 57 children are stricken with an illiteracy disorder. Are you aware of this? Hey, do you have a big? Why are you asking such inappropriate questions at this time? You know why? Because if you do, go f- yourself, okay? I have this tapped, okay? No need to get crazy. And I don't appreciate calls like this. But ma'am, I'm trying I to. Have your, I'm wire tap. I'm going to have your 
job and I'm going to sue you for harassment. Miss, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Good, I'm glad. Here, here's the cop. Hello. <laughs> I'm looking for Mrs. Irene Pastor, please. They said she was interested in making a donation for the Walk Along for Literacy. Let me tell you something, pal. Is this Mr. Pastor? You understand English or don't you? Is this Mr. Pastor? Do you understand English, jerk off? I'll take that as a yes. Jerk off. Do you understand English? For a monetary donation of $30. Kiss my ass. I, I'm going to call the cops right now and have your number tapped, jerk off. For a $30 donation... Hello? Yeah, yes, good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today, miss? Hello, Michael. Do you know this guy? Hey, Mike? Yeah, hi. How are you doing? Officer Bryce with the Kenilworth Police. How are you? Very good. Let me ask you a question. Where are you from? From the New Jersey Walk Along. Yeah, I know. You told me that ten times. This has got to be a friggin' joke. You think? I would think so. Karen is playing a joke on all of you. Oh, you Son of a bitch. You've been phone tapped. <laughs> Who's this? This is Scary Jones. <laughs> I am going to kill it. Uh, that's pretty damn funny. The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, so you know how much we love... Shopping at Target. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> let's say, Danielle, you have to go to Target because you need... Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper and a spatula. Yeah. And what do you walk out with? Uh, a toilet paper, a spatula, three sweatshirts, a pair of sweatpants, a new bra, a pair of sneakers. <laughs> Can I go on and on? Yeah. <laughs> a TV? Exactly. <laughs> That's what Target does. Now, Target is now doing this new thing. Have you heard what they're doing? No. For people like us who just are lazy? What? They have car delivery. Oh! <gasps> So your you know your weekly target run, which is not as fun. I think they're going to make more money if you actually go in, yeah, because that's so. how you just pick up these impulse things. But they have this thing, just like you you go to some restaurants, you can sit outside and they'll bring the food to you mm-hmm. to take home. Target's now doing that. By the end of the year, a thousand of their stores will have parking spaces up front where you have pre-ordered and they bring it to your car. Wow. It's called Cargit. I love. I guess I don't know. Cargit. Uh, so Cargit. So you know, are we just so lazy we can't even walk into the Target? Yeah, that's lazy. But you know what? I mean, to be honest, that would be a way for me to save money at Target, like you said. Well, then I think this is a bad idea on Target. Yeah, it might be because I spent a lot of money in there. So who would say, you know what? I'm going to start shopping at Target because I don't have to get out of my car. Are, yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Are there people that would actually think that way? I mean, unless you're, you uh, are are. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, you don't have th- legs? I think if you have a normal, like I know sh- a lot of grocery stores do this, where right. if you have your normal order that you order every week, you can pick it up You can pick it up at the store, they'll deliver it. So if you order groceries and whatever from Target every week, you can just reorder it and okay. then go pick it up. Makes sense. Or if you're elderly, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay, I got yeah. it. Okay, secondly, do you have a credit card where you get miles or points? Yeah. Yes. Do you know how it works? No. Okay. <laughs> because yesterday I, I hit a milestone on uh, on an, on one of my cards. Yeah. I mean, like a, it was a great round number, lots of zeros on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. What do I do with it? It's finally paid off. All those things I bought with this card, and I use that card so I can get the get, get the points. Yeah. What do I do with I it now? I always say to my husband, I think we have a lot of points. He's like, we're going to use them to get my mom here from France or England. And we usually give her the points for Oh, so you figured out how to use it then. For that. But then other than that, I've never used them for anything else. And we have so many. 
It's like we're hoarding points yeah. for what? Yeah. For, I don't know. I may need those one day. <laughs> for what? I don't know. Well, no, look, I get it. If it's clearly stated, you know, in big letters, use these points to buy airline tickets. I, I get it, but I, I can't do that. No, it's, it's, some of them are for lots of things. Like why? Like, what do I need? I think some like of them a catalog of stuff? Groceries wow. and all kinds of things. Wait, do points ever expire? I don't know. I don't know. This is my point. I, I went to the point rules and regulations uh, webpage. And it's 45 pages long. I'm like, what, what do you do? Yeah. But I I still, I'm addicted to these points. I like watching that number go up and up and Just up and up. I know yeah. you have them. It's so strange. Anyway, I'm, can we sit down later? Who's the smartest one in the room? Uh, oh, I am. Okay, I'll sit down with myself. <laughs> yeah. Straight Nate, help me go through this. I, I gladly will. I tell you what, as a, as a gift for the morning show, I'm going to buy you all something with my points. Oh! Oh, so nice. I don't know what that means. Thank you. I don't. Yes. I may have restrictions. I must apply here, but I don't know what I don't know what that means. Can we go to Paris, England, Hawaii? Well, I don't know if it's that many. Points. I'll go to Target for the curbside run. You could do that. So the question is, how many of these cards do you have, and you're accruing points, mm. and what are they for? Yeah. And if you can admit to yourself. I don't know. Then you're with me. That's I have it. no clue. Can't can't tell you. But it was a brilliant idea, wasn't it? It was. Right here. Right Let's right get them to buy things with our card. They'll get points for yeah. what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Yesterday we had uh, we had a problem. A scene occurred here in the studio, and you heard it. And we received a lot of feedback. Yeah. We had to actually open up our people's court. Yes. Scary because and of Scary Brody. and Brody fighting over something that Brody clearly clearly. You you won that case. Yeah. Scary was giving away his food without asking. Give, he gave away my food without asking. Yeah. Just, just a heinous, heinous crime. Just yes. so you know, I made the order, and it's on the way, Brody. Your free dessert is coming. Okay, well, we'll double check that. So uh, anyway, today we have another one. So today, it's it's not Scary and Brody. It's Scary and Sam. But here's the thing. You're going to already think Scary's guilty because you already have in your head from yesterday. I'd like to think you're impartial. <laughs> okay, so we have so. the same defendant two days in a row. Yeah. Same judge, same defendant. I don't know if this could happen in real life, but, you know, hey. I think I'm the plaintiff today. All right, well, we'll I see. Know. You know, Scary, to be fair, I, if Scary does something that I feel he's in the right about, I'll agree with him. It's just rare. <laughs> All right, I'm Judge Crotch presiding. Okay, Judge Crotch. By the way, if you lose today and lose one more, three strikes, you're in jail. <laughs> you, you, you lost big time yesterday. Do not go, do not collect right, $500. So, nope. so we need to go to the plaintiff first, right? Scary's the plaintiff, the actually. Plaintiff. All right, let me go. Plaintiff. We really should get a laptop. We should make them okay. swear on the Bible, shouldn't the whole no, truth and nothing we but don't. the truth? Let's not no. get into that. <laughs> uh, not my Jewish mother doesn't want that. <laughs> oh, All right, so scary. Right, what, what, you're you're I, the plaintiff, and yeah. your your uh, complaint is against Samantha. Yes. Okay. What? A couple of days ago, it was brought to my attention unintentionally by Nate that Sam took a present that I got her for Christmas a couple of years ago, and I paid a lot of money for. And she sold it. And to, to whoever she did, I don't know where she sold it. I don't know what website. I don't know if she's strapped for cash. But I felt that this was something that I was, I, I put a lot of love and energy right. and time. What hurt your feelings? Out, Can you tell yeah, us what? what hurt me. Yeah, I'm butthurt over okay, it. Okay, hold on. What was the your gift? Your butthurt's over it? What was the gift you bought uh it was a very, Samantha. I'm going to show you Exhibit A. Can I give you Exhibit A? No, sure. Okay. Well, what I'll, is it? I'll bring it up to the judge. Yeah, please okay. do not approach okay. the bench. It is a, a, oh. it is a Jonathan Adler oh. authentic 
canister from That's his a, canister collection. Very of, pretty. You know, uh, they say things like barbiguits and quaaludes and ganja. I love and, that. You know, they, <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Anything from Jonathan Adler, I'm a fan of. That's a great gift. Yeah, Jonathan Adler has some attractive designs. Okay. So, so... <laughs> One year, she helped me out quite a bit, and, and you know, a couple of years ago. And, it doesn't and matter. Said, you gave her a gift. I gave her a gift for Christmas, okay. and I said, Sam, in fact, I actually left it on her doorstep because she wasn't home to collect it. Remember that? Okay. That really okay. has nothing to do with what Point happened. Is, I spent over $100 on this canister. Okay. This- it doesn't matter if you spent $2 or $2 million. It's a gift. It was thoughtful. It came from a, the right place, okay. and now I come to find out from Nate that she's- Sold it online, like oh. as if okay. she never even gave a rat's butt about it. Okay. Aww. You can use the word ass if you want, but if you want to say rat's butt, dive to top B, U, P, T, butt. Did, did you sell that on Poshmark? I did sell it on Poshmark. Okay, so let's go to Samantha, the uh, defendant. All right, I'm still trying to figure out, even if you do win, Scary, what the damages will be. I can't quite figure that out. But anyway, Vaz back. Well, no, hold on. There's more to it than that. Yes, Samantha, your side of the story. Okay, so I had the gift from Scary. I, I very much appreciated it. And I recently started just cleaning out my life, things I didn't need. So I came across You don't this need a canister that says barbiturates? I didn't, need, I didn't need the canister. I was cleaning stuff out, and I'm like, okay, you know, this gift from Scary, it was really nice. And then I never understood why he got me a canister that said ganja, because I don't smoke. I never, there was no reference to it whatsoever. <laughs> right. It's a play on words, it's, almost like as if it's a cutesy thing, like you say ganja, but there's using okay, other you things know, in but, there. I'm sorry, you had your, your chance. <laughs> All right, please go ahead. We never spoke about it. It was never hit on. And then we always talk about how much Skiri is king of re-gifting things. So I started to, like, I'm a little suspicious that he didn't re-gift it to me. So I reached out to our friend, who he also bought a gift for that same year, and she got Michael Kors boots that year, which she picked out. When she, the same day we both got that our That would gift. be a, our, our best assistant, Elizabeth. <gasps> those were beautiful, those Michael Core boots. And she wore well, them recently. That's the same year I gave her a Chanel bag, so yeah. I win. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. By, by the way, by the so, way this, this is getting just, it is, it, 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 okay. Well, I put two and two together and I realized Scary re-gifted me this because she got to pick out her own gift that same year okay. and this jar meant nothing to okay, him by the or way, me. No offense, Samantha. Talking about what other gifts he sent to other people, it, it, it really has no bearing on this case. <laughs> I just realized it was re-gifted no. so I didn't feel badly about well, the emotion. Well, I didn't realize it was re-gifted. I bought that at the Short Hills Mall in no, wait, New Jersey. I, by the I way, have the credit card statement in the back. Did you know? buy it for for her, or did you buy it for someone else, no. or did someone give By it the way, to you? Hold on, Danielle. No. Danielle, Scary was the plaintiff. Now he's the defendant. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, hold on. <laughs> Turnabout is fair play. <laughs> All right, okay. Here's okay. Let me just, as your judge, the knowledgeable Judge Crotch, I must, I must tell you what's going on here. It has judge. nothing to do with regifting. Has nothing to do with the price <laughs> of the gift. The fact is, let's keep it simple. You gave her a gift, and she sold it. I'm okay. Upset. Okay. What damage has been done? Because that's all I can work with. Emotional here. damage. Okay. Emotional <laughs> damage. I am upset. I I cannot believe that I went out of my way to do this for okay. her, and she freaking sells it. She just, okay. As if it didn't mean anything to her. But wait a minute. How many times have we gotten gifts, and I've seen you sell people s'mores makers or what the other things? Yeah. What am I, I gonna do with a fondue? Well, what am I gonna do with a canister? <laughs> that you my you point is this. What? Okay, though, even though she hurt your feelings by selling the yeah. gift you gave her, it's not illegal. It's not wrong. Right. And you really aren't damaged. There's no damage here, even though your feelers are hurt. Now I love 
the gift even more in the form of $55. She got $55. That's all you got. That's what you got for Jonathan Adler, can It was a pre-owned thing. Wait, okay, how much, how much did you spend? Scary, how much did you spend? It was over, well over 100 It was the bigger one. It's you know, like it might have been 150 you know who, 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 my price changes. You know who wins out here is whoever bought it from Samantha. That's yeah. the winner. All right, Scary, this, this is a... This is a frivolous lawsuit. <laughs> this is a really. You can't throw this out of court. I'm throwing it out. No! This is a waste of the court's time. This is, this is stupid. This is a stupid thing. I, I can't, can't believe we're wasting t- our show's time on this. Scary. Scary. You're a mess. It, whether it's a new gift or re-gift, it doesn't matter. Who did she sell it to? It doesn't matter. It's her. <laughs> when you give it to her, it is her property, technically, so she can do whatever she yeah. wants with it. And that belongs to Deborah Girl 468. <laughs> Deborah Girl 468 got a, he- a great deal on that thing. All right, well, thank you. So, uh, That's what Posh Mark's all about. <laughs> there are no winners. There are just nothing but losers in this trial. <laughs> Two strikes, Gary. <laughs> one more, one more visit to this court, and you lose another case. <laughs> Where's my defense? There's no one cares. Nobody would defend you if you paid them. Look, you may be offended. I would be offended, no problem. But that you can't take this to a court of law. What a waste of my time and, <laughs> and everyone's time. There you go. Thanks, Gary. You know, Scary, next time you want to give someone a gift, just sell it. <laughs> scary, what if I take you out for drinks with my earnings? Does no. No, no, no. Don't no. do you, that. You don't owe him anything. You don't owe him anything. Because you always have that guilt feeling, Sam. Yeah, I got a Jewish Bailiff mother. Danielle, get them out of here. Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> no, get out. No, no. <laughs> All right, Bye. Danielle, what's going on? All right, so let's talk about the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge naming their third child, Louis Arthur Charles really does sound royal, doesn't it? It's just such a royal name. If you haven't heard, Jersey Shore's Mike, the situation is off the market. That's right. He announced on social media Thursday that he popped the question to his college sweetheart. She said yes. And if you were watching Jersey last night on MTV, you saw that, yeah, he was kind of ready to settle down. Ready to, uh, to you know... Do the next thing, the next thing. Uh, let's talk about John Legend. He actually reached out to Kanye yesterday and asked him to rethink his support of President Trump. Now, Kanye accused John of trying to manipulate my free thought. Thankfully, the two of them kept it cool. They never really attacked each other, but uh, it's interesting to see the different point of views. Uh, Bill Cosby found guilty of three counts of drugging and raping a woman in 2004. He faces up to 10 years in prison on each count. He's 80 years old, so whatever he gets could actually be a life sentence. And Tom Brokaw is being accused of sexually harassing two women in the 90s. One says he groped her and tried to force a kiss on her, and the other claims that he put her hands on his chest. Um, Let's see, what else do I have? Cardi B. Cardi B went off on social media. Did you see that? She says that social media is the most disgusting place. She says it drives your favorite celebrities into insanity. She says, it makes me question humanity, not only on celebs, but on other people and situations. I see people laughing, getting joy on there, and then enjoying people's misery. So she is not happy. She says she knows she has to do social media, uh, but she is not happy with what comes out of it. And again, this Sunday is The Simpsons 636th episode. That's one more than the classic show Gunsmoke. And if you don't know what Gunsmoke is, I guess just Google that. Tonight... Well, not tonight, really. Last night, it opened. Avengers, Infinity War. I know Brody saw it. He said it was amazing. I'm sure half of you that are listening to me right now have already seen it. So that's very exciting. And everybody else who is going to see it this weekend, enjoy yourself. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. 
Blue Apron delivers farm-fresh, perfectly portioned ingredients and step-by-step -step recipes so you can make incredible meals at home. Rediscover how fun cooking can be while reducing food waste and supporting sustainable farms and fisheries. Visit blueapron.com Elvis. Get your first three meals for free, a $30 value. It's Friday. Hello, Friday. Yeah. Friday show, right? Yancy, Chevletee. How you doing, everyone? Chevletee. You dumb Americans, I tell you. Every day in Paris is a Friday. We have a six every day. But you Americans, you, you wait for it today and the weekend just to have a six. Anyway, there you go. Have another six and enjoy it. Greg T. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg T, the frat boy. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Greg T, the round-headed oh, frat yes. boy. Oh, my God. Just call him T. He likes T. Yeah, hey, just T. T. One letter. Well, I call him Gregory, and he gets really oh, mad. Oh, he hates that. Only my mother and Elvis call me Gregory. That's right. it. So, uh, Greg. Yes. Oh, uh, I'm looking at the topic train topics you've submitted today. Can we go ahead and have like a, just a staff meeting? Uh-oh. <laughs> In a, That's not good. Take a vote on who who it wants so, which topics. It is so hard to write, you know, the topic train to not know what kind of mood you're in or right. what you like, what you don't like. This is right. very difficult. So joining us, of course, Samantha, producer Sam. You can help us uh, vote on these. I am ready. All right. Here we go. Uh... Now, are, are, who helped you with these topics? Are these from your mind this and your mind me. alone? I, I had to put it. I didn't think we were going to get to it today. Okay. I thought we were running behind. Hey, some of these aren't so bad. Okay, here we I go. I put it together real fast. Okay, here we go. How you lost your internship? All right. So we have a lot of interns. Want to know? You know, you ever lost an internship? We've we've lost a few. Yeah, I hope a couple of my old interns call in for that. They got answers. Wait, did you fire some interns? <laughs> I had to. One of them disappeared and, and didn't come back for like months and then came back and thought, hey, yeah, where were you? Oh, you know, I was around. It's an internship. Screw it. No, right? that's not how it anyway, works. Brody's fired two of them. I fired two of them, both because they they were pledging sororities and decided not to show up and then lie about it. Okay. Oh. So those are interns. Okay, okay. How you, you lost know. your internship. But mm. I bet someone someone has like some really juicy stories. They yeah. did something really bad. Yeah. As an intern. Yeah, this is a good one. Okay, See? your next topic, underwear. Well, you know, I just want to know what kind of underwear you're wearing. There's so many okay, out there. that's really? creepy. That's just stupid. I was out shopping for underwear the other day and I couldn't decide. It was just too many you on the like shelf. You like Banana Republic underwear. I, well, I used to like those. Now I've graduated now. Like There's a lot of great underwear for guys. There's Tommy John. Yeah, there's, 50 there's, Cent makes a good pair. Sacks is good. Have you done Saks? Saks underwear? S-A-X-X. No. Oh, S I don't know yeah, it's not like... It's, Fifth Avenue. Oh, I Calvin Klein. Okay, so but this is not a topic for a topic no, train. Well, it would help me out to know what kind of underwear most men are wearing, and I might want to go buy a pair of new underwear. I feel like this is like a fetish, and you're sticking it on the topic train to get it's it no, through. No, no, no fetish. Mm, I you're just a know. sicko. You next, are men sicko. Wear. Hello. Okay, next topic: hoarder. Hoarder. Yeah. Like so. Are you? By the way, he spells it H O R D E R. <laughs> How do you spell hoarder? H O A R. There's an A. Yes. All right. So Put hoarder. That in there. Your I topic. Wanted, okay, well, I just want to know. Even uh, you know, uh, do you have a lot of stuff? What are you hoarding? How come you don't sell it? You can make a lot of money. There's you so many sites to sell stuff. It's kind of funny. Yeah. If you think about it, you probably are hoarding something and you're not acknowledging it. Exactly. Oh, totally. What, okay. What are you hoarding? Oh, your... I hoard shoes. I don't because I, I go. You Me know too. what? This I may need this pair again. It may come back in style, so I don't throw I do. it away. I I'm keep with you. It. Yeah. I hoard shoes uh -huh. and I hoard uh, moisturizers. Oh. Yes. Oh. I hoard skincare even after it's expired. It's yeah. a horrible idea. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, come on. What are you hoarding? Nate, what are you hoarding? You know, it's got to be something. I hate to say it. My dad, I think, is a hoarder. 
he has boxes and boxes full of old magazines from like the 60s and 70s in the yeah. garage. I'm but like, what, what are you, you gonna But you hoard something. No, no, I'm not a hoarder because I see how other people are. Yeah. So right. I throw all of my stuff away. Okay, huh. your next topic. Uh, okay, do we approve on hoarder? Yeah. Okay. I like hoarder. All right. Morning sex versus nighttime sex. Well, the other day I wanted to have it with Trish in the morning and she was like, I'm not doing it now. I'm like, why? So I think morning sex is the best, but other people might think that, you know, nighttime sex is a little sexier. I don't know. You're lucky you get sex at any time. Danielle's yeah. yeah, absolutely correct. Me too. I'm like, I'm, I'm whatever. Nighttime, daytime, whatever time right. is the right time. I'm ready, right? Okay, I okay. Will nighttime. Work. Okay, this is a good topic. Can we keep this one? Yes. Yes. Morning sex versus nighttime sex. Uh, car accident, why? Well, you know, I was driving by and I saw this car in an accident. I had no idea why. I just would like to know why were you in a car accident? Okay, that's just that's stupid. Yeah. This would be a bad one. Imita- that's okay, dumb. imitating sounds. Well, you know, uh, is there any sound that you can imitate? And we will guess what sound that is. Oh, that's... So, yeah, like Danielle, oh. last week, oh, Danielle made the siren noise. Okay, well, oh, that yeah, would be yeah, yeah. easy for us to mm-hmm. identify. But, okay, so let's do that one. They right. have to call and don't tell us what the sound is. Just right. do the sound we try to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, here's a topic Greg T wants us to vote yeah. on. If you were a fish... Yeah. What? All right. What's it about? I was in a restaurant last week and I saw these fish and they're in a fish tank. And I'm like, man, what kind of food do these guys eat? It's fish food. It's not really that good. But I'm like, if you were a fish, like, what would you want to be fed in the water? Like, Seriously. you know, what's the bait that would make you come up and grab on that on that line? Okay. Well, that's, that's right. just like, what's your favorite food? But yes. why are you making me a fish? Yeah, exactly. That's well, exactly what that is. Thank you, Sam. Maybe there's something there. Maybe we could just redo it as like, you know, what kind of a fish would you want to be if you had to be a fish? Forget about fish food. Maybe we'll get a fish. Do you like a fish? Like, I would like to be a salmon. I think salmon's cool. See, I, I wonder where we found him. Salmon is cool. I would be a catfish. There you go. Look at that. We found a topic. What? Catfish, huh? Yeah, because they're bottom suckers. There you go. We, uh, <laughs> we found a topic. No, that's a stupid topic. I'd like to be right. a Chilean sea bass. So, uh, to bass. live, okay, your next topic, to live inside a store. Oh, my God. So, I saw this thing on Dude, YouTube. Ikea. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what I saw. Yeah, you got you have great fashionable furniture. Yes. You've got- uh, Swedish meatballs. Swedish meatballs. Right. Right. And that's why I saw that on YouTube, and I'm thinking, like, are there other stores that people would really want to live in? You know, you never know, but that's where I saw it. That's PC exactly. Richard and Son. That'd yes. be a good one. Oh, yeah. they, they have beds, they have mattresses, yeah. oh, they got TVs. TVs. All right, so do we like to live in a store? Yeah, yeah that's good. All right. Uh, okay, another topic. Wake up where? Well, I want to know, like, over the weekend, like, all of a sudden, you went out drinking, had fun, and you woke up where? Where did you okay, wake up? Okay, but you spelled wake up where, W-E-A-R. Uh-huh. So it's what you're wearing when you wake yeah. up. Oh, well, yeah, I, I didn't mean that. I meant well, how where do you, did you spell, wake up. How do you spell the other where, then? W-E-R-E. <laughs> That's were. What happened? <laughs> how do you spell where if where? you say where are you? How would you spell that? You're getting me frazzled. I don't you're know. serious right now. <laughs> I feel very. Like, are you serious right my, now? My heart is racing. Oh well, my okay, god. Let's go slow. Okay. How uh, do, do I we spell want? Where? Do we want to do a topic where people call up and talk about how they got really wasted and they woke up <laughs> yeah. in a strange place? Right. Where that w- could be kind of fun. Yeah. W h e r e. By the way, no, I, I prefer W-A-R-E. to know what they were wearing. Personally. W a r e. A-R-E. What's scary? A buddy of mine woke up on Labor Day on a blow-up beach house mattress where the movers were taking all the furniture out of the house and everybody had evacuated. He apparently hooked up with someone the night before and he was by himself. Well, hopefully you'll get your friend to call in. Okay, so we vote yes or no on wake up where. Yeah. W-A-R-E. W-H-E-R-E. I'm going to look that up. He needs to fact check. All right, final uh, topic that we need to vote on, weird places to get food. 
Yeah, I, what was that one again? I kind of forgot about you that You said, one. don't know why, but recently I've been stopping at 7-Eleven to get me a sandwich. Yeah, oh, that's it's right. It's so good. Yeah. Believe. Let me read your what you said. Okay. Believe me, yeah. I know you could go to a real deli and get a real sandwich, but there's something about the 7-Eleven sandwiches yeah. that brings me there every time. Yeah. Where do you get food that's awesome? Weird yeah. food. Well, no, that is a real, a real sandwich. Yeah, it's but just- you know what? I'm with him because we go to Quick Check for the macaroni and cheese because they have all different kinds of macaroni and cheese, and it's amazing. But wait, but that's not weird. It's real macaroni no. and cheese. You oh, think yeah. it's? You just think it's weird because you're not getting it like in a, at in a, a deli, a, at a real, restaurant, real right. restaurant. Yeah, right. Deli, yeah. Like they have it already pre-made, you know, and they cut it so nice. Right. And but by the way, scary loves supermarket sushi. Really? It is the best. This well, place, Shoprite, they got the best sushi. That's what I'm talking about they got right the there. Best. God, man, so you, you guys love to scream. And they have a chef in there, and okay. they roll it, okay. and it's yeah. awesome. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Please, do we have a cattle prod, like an electric cattle prod? Anyway, so, you know, I, I, I do happen to love some supermarket sushi. I've had gas station sushi. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding? Is that how you got food poisoning the other day? <laughs> no. No, it's not. No, I got food poisoning in a one of the most expensive restaurants in Las Vegas. Really? Wow. High quality food poisoning, at least. So- I mean, look, if you stop at a shell gas station, right. what's what's fresher from the ocean than a shell? You know what I'm saying? That, that, that screams seafood lover in me. Right, right. All right, so how many of these did we choose? Oh, that was a that was a hit. That was a hit parade. Yeah, I think you there. have you have like five out of five out of uh, eleven here. I think you're good. That was awesome. All right, it's a great day. So when are we doing this topic, Trent? Uh, I don't know if we have time. Oh. <laughs> we, we took up all the time going over the topics. Okay, we cannot do your topics. You guys railroad topic train all the time. Unreal. So the question is this. If you want to do the right thing, you want to be a good citizen. Mm-hmm. So you report something. You, you you turn someone in because they did something awful. Yeah. Right. The, the very least you should get is a thank you or at least the satisfaction of knowing you've done the right thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so I'll give you an example. When our offices, our, our studios were over in Jersey City, New Jersey, mm-hmm. we'd come to work at, in the middle of the night. It's still dark, and, and we'd have to wait for the garage door to open, and then we'd drive in, whatever. Yeah. And sometimes there were some characters out there. Oh, oh yeah. Sometimes. And, and it was a street that would had a field across the street. There was no reason for anyone to be on that street walking around. Right. No reason at all. So we uh, would report people every once in a while, and someone from the Jersey City Police Department, they were great, great people. They said, hey, if you see something, just call us. Yeah. We'd be more than happy just to drive over, check it out, make sure you feel good. We're like, okay, thank you. It felt good to know that they were watching out for us, yeah. and they were. So one morning I came to work, and sure enough, there are these two guys walking around, and they're just pacing back and forth on this empty, dark street. There was really no reason for them to be there, but they were hanging out by the garage door, and, you know, it just, there's something just didn't feel right. right. You with me? Yep. Yep. So I called the Jersey City Police. I did 911. I called, you know, the regular phone number. I said, hey, we've had problems here in the past. We've had some people, cars broken into. They told us to call. So I waited downstairs. I was late for work getting upstairs. And then uh, these two officers came up, drove up. And they said, hey, you called us? I said, yeah. Just letting you know that we were told to call if we saw some some things out here that seemed a little shifty, and sure. I saw these mm-hmm. guys, I'll describe them, whatever. Well, what were they doing? I said, well, they were just standing here doing nothing. Well, it's a free country. They can do what they want. Oh. And I said, well, officer, just, you know, to be fair, we were told to call if we saw anything. I was just mm-hmm. letting you know. And I'm, I said, I tell you, my gut feeling tells me that there's really no reason for them to be here other than, I, I don't know. I just wanted you to come over and check it out. I don't see them now. Where are they? Because I don't know. <laughs> Go I don't find know. them. 
And so the guy said, well, I tell you what. When you have something real, then you call it. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Are you kidding? And I was thinking, that doesn't represent the Jersey City Police. I know. Because no. I knew I knew some people that work on the force, and they were, you know, maybe it was just in a bad mood. So I looked at him and said, thank you, officer. I appreciate it. I'm sorry I didn't mean to, you know, bother you yeah. on your, whatever you're doing. So I went upstairs. I'm thinking, you know what? Damn it. F it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to call ever again. No. Well, no, but the point is this. You're doing what you're told is the right thing, and then someone makes you feel like crap for doing it. It makes you not want to do the right thing. Yeah, I got into an actual fight with a customer service person because she was being a jerk, and I was just trying to do the right thing. I get it. They sent me two shipments of, like, one furniture yeah. thing I ordered, so it ended up being pretty expensive, and I called and wanted to return, and she was so inconvenienced by the fact yeah. that she had to figure out this return. I'm like, just try to it back. It's like you put them out. Yeah, You're right? trying to help, Sorry. but you put them out. We had a caller earlier. Yeah. She was talking about how much she, she how guilty she felt because she didn't pay for a, an item at a store. She drove all the way back and went to customer service. And the lady's like, we're really busy. What do you want? She's yeah. like, never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ridiculous. Nothing anymore. Goodbye. See ya. I'll keep that. Hello, Eric. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Well, good morning, Eric. So you thought you were doing a right thing, and what happened? Well, I was about 15 at the time, so I'm 32 now. So this story is kind of uh, always sat in the back of my head. I was actually, it was on my birthday. I was headed to the uh, mall. Uh, to buy some new shoes or whatever it might be. I had some birthday cash on me. And as I got out of my vehicle, um, a homeless woman stopped me in between me and another car and asked for some, some change. So I gave her, you know, five, six bucks. And as she walked by me to leave, she said thanks and then proceeded to fart on me <laughs> and said, excuse me. She farted yeah, on you. It sounded exactly like that. Well, maybe if you oh gave her more than gosh. six bucks. Oh, uh, thank well, you. You know, I, I had to save some money for for some shoes. Thank you, kind sir. Oh my gosh. Oh, pardon. <laughs> God bless you. you know, hey, hey, you guys are the greatest. I just want to say thank you. You guys are phenomenal. Oh, thank you. See, you're thanking <laughs> us. I appreciate it, and we appreciate it. Thank you for thanking us. Yeah. No, no, see, if I did the wrong thing, Eric could say, hey, thanks, you do. You guys do a great job. I'm like, hey, get off my line. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, take care. Have a great day, man. You too, Brian. Thank you. Hello, Doug. Hi there. Doug, you thought you were doing the right thing. So what happened? Well, I was driving into work. It was a pretty bad snowstorm, and I slid, took out a street sign, and I didn't want to leave it lying in the road for someone else to hit, so I called to report it and got a $150 ticket. No uh. way. You got a ticket when you reported a down sign. Well, I took it out, but (laughs) I failed to maintain my lane. But you were trying to do the good thing. You could have just left it, but instead you called to do the right thing for someone else, and you kind of got screwed. Yeah, you thought, hey, maybe they cut me a little slack. Yeah, cut me a little slack here. It it was an act. Okay, well. Oh, my gosh. All right, Doug. Thanks. So next time, what are you going to do? Are you going to call next time? Nope. Nope. There you go. Uh, nope. nope. Negative. Nope. <laughs> there you have it. Now, wasn't it you, straight Nate? You know, they say something, you know, in, in our subway system. They say, if you yeah. see something, say something. If you see something, say something. So I'm standing there waiting for the one train, and I see a train that's out of service coming by the station. And I'm looking in, and as it's passing by slowly, I see a backpack just sitting there. Ooh. And if they say, if you see a backpack or a bag or anything, alert somebody immediately. So I run to the counter where there's a woman behind the glass, and I say, hey, there's a bag on that train. And she kind of leans back in her chair, and she just looks at me quizzically, and she goes, what color is it? <laughs> like, it's black. Like, right. it's a black bag. She goes, where is it? 
I go, I just said it's on the train. And she goes, I, and that was it. That was it? <laughs> that was it. Cool. Like, I, I mean, it's totally disincentivized me to, oh. if I see something, say something ever again. I know, but what if, God forbid, like one minute later, you hear a, an explosion? Well, no, that, I was freaking out. Like, right. uh, everybody says, if you see something, say something. I saw something and went to say something and was totally dismissed by it. And wouldn't so, it, you would think they'd never forgive themselves for like not doing the right thing. Do now, you know what, what I mean? What's the line? Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, that's right. a wicked. <laughs> yeah, it is from Wicked. That's what Alphaba said. Yeah. It's an excellent right. song. All of life's lessons can be learned on Broadway. What's yeah. scary? So I was trying to please this listener by sending him a T-shirt because for whatever reason, right? But then I said, I'm sorry, we're out of extra large right now. It's going to be a few weeks. So the guy gets angry with me and yeah. says, you know what? So you, you're a manager over there. Send me a Fujifilm Instax. No, go stack. away. No. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Just say thank you. Just, what a peach. I'm trying to do a My other favorite thing. is like, you, you, you give someone a pair of tickets. Hey, I really want some tickets for Jingle Ball. All right, here they are. I got you a pair. It, it was impossible to get them. Here they are. Where are the seats located? Oh, right. hey, oh. hey, guess crazy. what? They're in the friggin' arena. Exactly. You take the tickets and be grateful. They're about to be on your couch is where they're going to be. Yeah. Going to be I'm about to burn them with this cricket lighter. Oh, my gosh. Hello, Ashley. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm doing okay. So you're just driving around, and you saw a guy that had a sign asking for food. Yes, he said, hungry, won't work for food, or hungry, please help. The guy, and- he needs nutrition, and you yeah. wanted to help him out. So what happened? Yeah, yeah. So I pulled up. I had three kids in the car, and I said, guys, just let me talk to him for a second. So I put the window down. And I handed him two bananas, and he also had a lady sitting on the concrete slab next to him, so I handed him two bananas, and I said, I'm sorry, that's all I have. So then I put my window up, and I said, kids, it's nice to, you know, look out for people. He was hungry. My little boy's like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you give him banana? I said, he's hungry. So I look back, and my kids look at him again, and he chunked it. He just threw it in the oncoming traffic. He didn't oh, want my gosh. Friggin' banana. Maybe he had too much potassium that day. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like bananas. My son was like, Mom, he just threw it in the road. And I was like, yeah, that wasn't very nice. Oh, my gosh. That's the end of it. No good deed goes unpunished. So it's like you try to teach your kids a lesson, and the guy trashes it. Yeah, you try to help people. That's like when I, I mean, this this is not the same exact thing, but when I gave some guy who had no legs money in the street, and when the light changed, he ran. Yeah, he got up and ran. The man with no legs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's a miracle. A miracle happened right in the middle. Ashley, thanks for your call. I love this text. I called the cops because of a violent fight at work that didn't involve me, and they arrested me for a warrant for an unpaid ticket. Oh, Oh, see? There you go. Then there's the reverse. That time we were in Des Moines, and we went out to, to dinner, and we I, I ordered this pizza only at one slice. And on the way back to the hotel, there was a man on the side of the street who said, please, sir, I'm really hungry. And so I'm like, oh, my God, here. I, I yeah. said, I'm not going to eat this. You eat this pizza. And yeah. as we were walking, we heard him screaming behind us. Remember this story? Yeah. And I realized I had put, like, a gallon of red, red pepper, red yeah. pepper oh, on top of it. No. And he, he was on fire. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Oh, God. I felt, I felt awful. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Like, that's not a, not a good thing. Uh, uh, poor guy. Oh, my gosh. And then finally, you save someone's life. You think that's the ultimate. Allie, tell them, tell them what happened. Okay, so I'm a doctor, and my husband's a firefighter, and we're going grocery shopping. My daughter's like two. We walk in, and like right in front of the oranges, there's this young woman having a seizure. So we, like, run over to her, like, out of instinct. We lay her down. She winds up stopping breathing. 
She goes into cardiac arrest, and my oh husband my and I God. are performing CPR in her, and people are walking by. One person ran over her foot with a shopping cart. People are shouting at us, you're killing her, you're killing her, you're not doing it the right way. Oh, God. Like, oh my God, just back up, we got this, we got this. So the paramedics came, they took her, she wound up being fine. And then after, we like, my husband's like, all right, so we need milk. And I'm like, we're shopping after this? This is crazy. I know. And you're in there doing what you do as a profession, and people are telling you, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're like, go yeah, away. You're doing it wrong. You're I not know. giving I, her the right amount of breath. And I know. we're like, we got it. But look, you're a doctor. Good. Your husband's a firefighter. You, you know what you're doing. Sometimes you gotta just you got to fight through the flames, right? you got to just yep. do what's right. And we did it, and we saved her life, and no one even paid for our groceries. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Allie. Thank you for listening to us. No, we love you. I love you guys. Thank love you, you too. So much. Keep doing the right thing no matter what stupid-ass things people say to you. Uh, text message. My sister gave a homeless man in New York City a sandwich that she was going to have for lunch. He threw it at the back of her head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a jackass. He didn't like pumpernickel. Another but- one. I bought a homeless vet a sandwich, and when I went to give it to him, he told me he was on a special diet. Oh. Well, no, but look, if you're on a special diet, yeah. I get that. Well, if, if you gave me a sandwich and I was homeless and it had mayo on it, I wouldn't eat it. I get it. You would not. <laughs> I couldn't. Brody tried to give this guy a steak on the street. The guy said, I'm sorry, I'm vegetarian. Well, okay, well. Well, the thing is, if he's, if he's vegetarian, he's vegetarian. You, at least you tried, at you least know. He was polite. He yelled at me. All right. Oh, he I'm yelled sorry. at him. He got mad at him. The official Twitter account of Elvis, at Elvis Duran. Hit up Twitter and follow him now. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Since 2015, Walgreens shoppers like you have raised over $100 million for children in poverty as part of Red Nose Day. Your Red Nose purchase helps children everywhere be safe, healthy, and educated. Get your Red Nose only at Walgreens because every one counts. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So it wasn't that long ago we were talking about Brody's family going out for a family event. One of his daughters is a pescatarian. She'll eat some fish, and her rule of thumb with that is... She won't eat lobsters because she's under the impression they mate for life, and she doesn't want to break up the happy couple. And whether or not that's true or not, I, I don't know. I'm not going to question her on it, but I I don't know. I think that sounds like a reasonable reason not to eat lobster. It and, does unless they're single. I mean, if it's a single lobster, then it's okay. Exactly. And how can you tell the I status know. of a lobster? You, know, you just don't know. But anyway, if, if, but we all have our own preferences why we do or do not eat certain foods. And if that's hers, I get it. I respect her for it. And that's fine. But you know what? Okay. Froggy, for instance. Yes. Every time I say, Froggy, let's go have dinner. What do you, what do you want to eat? He's, he says steak. Yeah, yeah he there loves you steak. It has to have a steak on the on the menu. No matter where it is, what it is, it's got to have steak. Right. He loves his meat. No sauce. No, it's just grilled steak, period. Right. right. So I'm I'm saying to Froggy, have you ever thought about eating something other than steak? Maybe maybe just trying to be a vegetarian or to just, you know, no meat for a while. And your answer no. is no. No, there's got to be meat on the plate, whether it's chicken or steak or fish. There's got to be some type of meat on the plate. <laughs> but, so you, you you like fish. I've seen you eat chicken. I do. I like all of it. But I really love steak. It's my favorite thing. Like if I want to go out and somebody says, hey, it's your birthday. Where do you want to go for, for dinner? Oh, I want to go get a steak. I want to get a good steak somewhere. All right. So when I say, yeah. let's let's try something different, he says, well, as long as they have steak on the menu, I'm fine. I'm like, come right. on. So I have Marissa on the phone. Now, hi, Hello. Marissa. Now, Marissa is a, uh, she's a vegan, but she's also a dietitian. So, okay. ah. so, you, yes. so you you have your own your own reasons for uh, being a vegetarian, but also you know the proven facts why you think human beings should not be eating meat, correct? Yes, 
absolutely. And there's a ton of research that just shows the more plant-based that you eat, the healthier that you are across the board. Well, he'll now Froggy will order steak, but he'll get broccoli. Right. I love a good <laughs> broccoli stalk, but I want a nice <laughs> slab of meat right next to it. All right. So, Marissa, can you try to talk Froggy out of eating steak? Yes. Okay. So, well, I'll, I'll come at it from two different angles. Like the health, the health part, I'll get to second because that's not nearly as fun as I own the New Jersey Veg Fest. It's a vegan food festival that we do in the Meadowlands. We get over twenty thousand people out there that are interested in just eating vegan food, and so it's not like lettuce and, and cardboard and like really boring things that people think that you're going to eat. Like it's really delicious, amazing food. So you're not going to miss out in the taste department for sure. Um, we do it in Atlantic City also. So, like, there's still really good food that you can eat. So, i got to be mean, honest. I've been to many vegan restaurants, and I've had incredible, incredible right, meals. Right. And I didn't... There's I, enough people interested in the vegan lifestyle now and eating vegan that the food has really... It's, it's really good. Okay, so question to I don't want to eat a a leaf, a plant, a cactus. I want to eat a cow. Well, hold, a on. Steak. Well, well, hold on one second. So isn't there advantage to at least cunning back on eating red meat and eating more plant-based foods? But every once in a while, you can grab a steak. Are, are you totally against that for other people, Marissa? I think the more plant-based that you can be, the better off it's going to be. Well, you didn't answer my question, though. It, so it's okay in your mind, not for you, but for if Froggy could just eat like meat once a week rather than every oh, yeah. single once meal, you'd be a little happier with <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. I would for sure be happier with that. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. okay. Yeah. I love that. Like, there are some people that, I mean, who knows where everybody is on their journey? Like, I don't, I don't believe that it's that it's in everybody's lifestyle to be able to be vegan tomorrow and that's it, you know? Like, it doesn't always have to be all or nothing. You can start with like a meatless Monday. That's really great. That's a step in a healthier direction. Meatless right? Monday. Meat on Monday. Meat. I like meat on Tuesday, Wednesday, I know, no, Thursday, Friday. Then try it on a Monday. And this is why we love you, Marissa, because even though you're a vegan and you're a dietitian, you're not sitting here saying what we do, if it's not what you do, is totally wrong. You're right. like, okay, you're open to discussion. All right, talk about the health benefits of not eating as much meat or no meat whatsoever. So the research is there that the less animal protein, so it's not just meat, is when you think of animal protein, it's going to be all your dairy stuff because that comes from a cow, egg. The less animal protein that you have, the less level of inflammation generally goes on in your body. Right. People tend to lose a ton of weight when they get rid of a lot of this stuff. Um, and when you think of everything that's linked to long-term inflammation, it's like heart disease, it's diabetes, it's cancer, it's all these autoimmune diseases. There's so much. Like there's, it's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable benefit that's really rooted in in going more plant-based and ultimately going vegan if you can. Well, there you go. All right. Well, you're, yeah. we're trying. He's not even listening to you. But then, you, you know, the, the, the argument I have is my grandparents and my parents, they lived to be you know, close to 100 years old, and they ate meat. I mean, right. Bacon. That's exactly I mean, what I was about to say. I, I know, but it doesn't mean, yeah. well, I, had they not made it, maybe they'd live until they were 180. Yeah, you never know. But look, and we all know, it, you, you said something about inflammation, and we've, we've talked to Dr. Oz, many other doctors. They say, you know, inflammation really is what's killing us really, really mm -hmm. quickly. I'm getting inflamed just true. thinking about not eating meat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Does Dr. Oz really eat a steak every now and then? I wonder. Yes, no, Dr. Oz eats meat. But, oh. but he definitely is such a believer in a plant-based diet. Yeah. 
Where, where, oh, yeah. And, and there are, I have several great restaurants that I go to here in New York, Marissa, that have huge, huge amount of plant-based uh, foods on the plate, and then maybe just a little side meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than a Ooh, side vegetable. I like vegetable. a good side meat. You like uh, me too. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Marissa, yeah. thank you so much. And coming from a dietitian's oh, point of view, you know, I, there, there's more validity here for you, Froggy. I don't want a yeah. tree bone. I want a T-bone. No. Okay, thank you. It's always a joke. Marissa, thank you very much, and have a healthy weekend. Thank you for or, uh, having me on. You too. Have a thank great you. day. Thank you, Marissa. And there you go. Just one person's opinion, but what's scary? So I have this idea where every time I want to reduce the meat I'm eating, I trick myself into eating things like with cauliflower pizza. It feels like pizza going in your mouth. It's crunchy like pizza. And I imagine it being pizza. And the same thing with zucchini zoodles. But that's but not I think pe- I'm eating spaghetti. Pizza is not meat. Right. No, I know, but I, my, my mind... He's talking about eating more plant-based uh, stuff. But like, yeah. what would I eat on, say, uh, Thanksgiving when I want to eat a turkey? What would I eat? A what am I going to eat? A tofurkey. A tofurkey. That's not... That's a bunch of crap. That's All not right. a turkey. Let's go talk to Leah. <laughs> Leah, talk about what happened hello. when you... Uh, hello, Leah. We're, we're having an argument about meat. Uh, well, and you're sorry. saying that you reduced meat or... Are you a vegetarian? So I was vegetarian for six years, and I just went vegan last year. Okay, so as a vegetarian, what no, what things did you notice changing in your body that were for the better? So getting rid of, like, dairy and meat, I lost a lot of weight. I Acne all went away. Oh, acne. Oh, wow. Acne went away. So you had an yeah. acne problem? Yeah, really bad. Like, right. acne, and it all went away. And uh, on top of it, I just have so much more energy. Right. Yeah, I heard that when you give up like the dairy and the cheese and all that, that's really the biggest thing where one morning you just wake up and it's like your mind is clear. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. It's like you don't have, I feel better. Like even when I'm drinking, I feel better. Wow. Well, you know, and I the explanation that came to me that I remember was a dietitian was saying, look, milk is something we should only be drinking out of the when we come out of the womb. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that is that protein milk-based thing that we need in order to encourage growth. Right. But after you're grown, you don't need it anymore. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't. Exactly. But I love it. I love ice cream. Yeah. I love milk. I love cheese. I'm addicted to cheese. What are you doing to me? <laughs> and you have to put chocolate in the milk. What was that, Leah? I said they make alternatives now, so you don't even know that you're not drinking regular milk or you're not eating regular ice cream. Well, and also, like, there's a restaurant in uh, West L.A. It's called Gracias Madre. It's a vegan-based Mexican restaurant. So if you get the nachos, the cheese is not made out of dairy. It's made out of cashews. Oh. They they grind them up, and it's like real cheese, but it's not. Can you milk a cashew? Have you tried? They have little teats. Oh, do they? Little little cashew teats. They're in the little teats club. Little cashew teats. All right, so Leah, you're saying from personal experience, decreasing or just totally eliminating meat uh, and animal protein has been great for you. It's been amazing, yes. Well, thank you. And you you, you sound great as far as that goes. All right, maybe we'll sound better if we stop eating meat. All right, Leah, thank you. Have we convinced you at all, Frog, that maybe you should at least think about it? No, I'd rather be Dr. Pimple Popper's best patient than give up meat. Wow. All right. What's that straight name? You know, remember John Wayne. Wasn't there that story when he died that he had like 45 pounds of meat in his colon? Do you remember that story? Is that possible? I think so, because it's all that unprocessed, undigested meat. And he died with like... That's disgusting. Have you ever had 45 pounds of meat in your colon? (laughs) Well, you know... (laughs) 
No, I don't think I've, I've reached that goal, but it is quite a lofty goal. Well, anyway, so we're not going to convince you to decrease your meat and increase your uh, plant product at all, are we? Nope, tonight I'll be cooking up a big old porterhouse on the big green egg, and I'll have a side of meat with the porterhouse. So we've been told to rede- reduce all white flour and sugar mm-hmm. and dairy yeah. and meat. What do you eat then, tree bark? <laughs> Go in your backyard and get a little something something. <laughs> okay, so what if you did this? What if we could at least talk about increasing our plant-based intake? More veggies. More veggies and just decrease your meat a little bit. Well, I like veggies, but I feel like like you like you were just getting on. There's so many things they tell you to cut out. Eat less of this. Eat less of that. Eat less of this. Less. Of, it's like before it's over, you're just going to drink water and eat a tree. Eat dirt. I mean, that's really all there is left. See, this is why I like, honestly, Weight Watchers so much. Because even if you're not trying to lose a lot of weight on it, it's like... Go towards the fruit. Go towards the vegetables because it's all zero points. So before you go and grab something that's bad for you, you're going to grab, you know, something that with less sugar, less what, whatever, right. because it's zero points. Grilled chicken, even though it's a meat, it is zero points because it's better for you than a steak. Do you know what I mean? Then we have a lot of people who are saying, oh, you're becoming a vegetarian because of uh, animal cruelty. That is true. And But then someone sent a text saying, don't you remember? Some tests done. Plants register pain. Well, they what? do? They yeah. say broccoli screams. Aww. So just what? drink water for the rest of your life. Right. By the way, broccoli left? cannot scream. It has no vocal cord or whatever. <laughs> it has no mouth. How do you, it how no do you mouth. know it has no feeling? I don't know that. When I steam it in the microwave, it makes a sound. I don't know what that sound is, but it makes a sound. All right. Yes, Nate. I I just want to clarify that was an urban legend. (laughs) John Wayne's autopsy supposedly revealed 40 pounds of impacted fecal matter lodged in his colon. That's... That's false. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Oh, just right. so you, everybody knows. Now I'm all disappointed. For the update. All right, well, there you go. So uh, what do you want for dinner tonight, Frog? A big-ass steak. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. With Skiri and Brody. That's me. No, no, with Brody and Skiri. I'm Skiri. You're Brody. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast, but it's not about Brooklyn. It's about us. We're from Brooklyn. We talk about everything. And we debate a lot of things. We don't debate. We debate everything. Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. You are. You're getting loud. No! Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, as you know, we are so excited. Bags are already packed, oh, ready yeah. to hop on board our Norwegian Bliss. I cannot, I am so excited about this. I'm counting it down. You know, I've been thinking about this, Danielle, and yeah. Froggy, and Scary, and Straight Nate. This is the newest, brightest, most fabulous ship in the world. Yes. It's within the top five of the most massive ships in the world. But ours is the newest, so it's the best. It is the best. <laughs> it right. is. And plus, it's we're the godparents. There's no ship like it in the whole world because it's they don't have us as godparents. It's ours. It is ours. Right. So that makes it better. We're not the parents. If we were the parents, we'd be responsible. The godparents, <laughs> we have fun in the ship, and we're tired of it. We give it back. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how it works. That's what godparents do. Go to Norwegian Cruise Line's website, which is ncl.com. Check out Norwegian Bliss and all their ships and all the places they sail, but especially ours, because it's going to go someplace you want to go. Danielle. All right. So the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have announced their 
their their name for their third child. It is Louis Arthur Child Charles, and it does sound uh, royal, doesn't it? Louis Arthur Charles sounds very royal. I love the sound of it. So congratulations there. Uh, Bill Cosby was found guilty yesterday of three counts of drugging and raping a woman in 2004. He faces up to 10 years in prison on each count. He is 80 years old, so whatever he gets could wind up being a life sentence. Amy Schumer was talking to Oprah about being physically abused by a boyfriend and losing her virginity while she was asleep, which is so scary. The crocodile hunter, you remember him, Steve Irwin, he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, even though he's no longer with us. He lives on, and especially uh, on the Walk of Fame. You can always see his star there. Rotten Tomatoes did a little survey on America's movie franchises. Marvel comes out on top. Marvel's heroes were also named the top characters. And in both cases, they beat out the Star Wars series, which I found very interesting. I've got some more movie news for you. 18 years after the original Chicken Run movie came out, Chicken Run 2 is in the works. <laughs> Took a while. There are two new Star Trek movies in the works. People are saying that when Deadpool 2 comes out, $150 million in its opening weekend is what it could make. And Brad Pitt's company is producing a movie about the Harvey Weinstein investigation. And of course, in your theaters, Avengers Infinity War. I really don't have to say anything else. I'm sure that's what most people will be doing this weekend. We have a, um, a topic train coming up. Yes. And I'm looking over your topic train topics. Yeah. There's it's, some good ones. It's not the greatest one. I mean, it's, okay. you know. Then why do it? Wait, well, you, why it, do you? I, it's a staple and we have to get it done, so I just kind of throw it together. You no, know, but the first one, you know. What? You're not supposed to promote it that way. <laughs> that's really not making people stick around. I try to give you honesty. I'm not trying to sell you on something that it's not for, that's not worthy. I'm just saying it's it's all right. <sighs> I wouldn't charge full cost for this well, one. Let's not do it. Full price. It's a sale price. <laughs> it's well, okay. a sale one. Okay, so alone at a concert. Ever go to a concert by yourself? Ever go to an amusement park by yourself? Yeah. We've always talked about going to restaurants by yourself, and we all, most of us anyway, agree it's okay to go to restaurants by yourself or see, go see a movie by yourself. But what about amusement parks? Yeah. There are a lot of people that are... Roller coaster enthusiasts, this and that. They go by themselves because they think people slow them down. They That's really a little bit weird, that right? That is true. Plus, I'm, you get on quicker because you go in the single uh, rider lane oh, and you get on rides much quicker. Love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but who are you going to enjoy it with? You're with yourself. You're like, hey, self, that was the greatest ride ever. Yeah, it was. Well, I guess if you're okay with yourself, it's easier. Yeah. Uh, Brody <laughs> went to a concert last night by himself. What'd you say? He says it doesn't matter because it's someone we've never heard of. (laughs) It was great. Nobody judged me doing air guitar and singing and jumping around. (laughs) Now, uh, some people can cook and some can't is another one of your topics. That's based on your lasagna, man. That is so, so good. But I can't cook cook like that. But I'm sure you know somebody that tries to cook, but they're like terrible cooks. The lasagna I made last night, right off a recipe. I in a garden. If it was a restaurant, I would go back today and get more. It was so good. I in a garden. And her uh, turkey uh, sausage and lasagna. So delicious. So what's your point in the uh, the, the, the topic train? I want to know, who do you know that you try to eat their food and they claim that they're a good cook, but they're just horrible? <laughs> All right. Oh, not, yeah. not funny? Okay, no. Jobs, you'll hire someone for next time. What is that topic? All weekend long, I had a, I had painted all over the house. I painted the basement. I painted the master bathroom. And I just, at the end of the day, I said, you know what? Forget it. Hire somebody. I'm not doing oh, it anymore. So it, what have you done where you just said, forget it. Hire somebody. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not Hire doing the again. professional. Yes. All right. well, see, I think these are good topics. Okay. Break these topic train. Please call in. Break these topic train. The topic train. Let's start right here in line one. It's Christian. Hi, Christian. Which of Greg T's topics are you calling about? I'm calling about people who can't cook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Yeah. Well, some of us can, some of you can't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so who can't right. cook? 
So my office every month does like a potluck where everybody brings stuff in, you know, to share with everyone. Mm-hmm. And this this lady in my office, she's a sweet lady. She's Italian. She's always talking this huge game about how she cooks for her family. She brings in this pasta fajoule, and it is just the most bland, <laughs> awful, tasteless soup. And she's been keeps bringing it in every month. And it's just a perpetual disappointment. What do you guys do with it? Yeah, do you eat it? Yeah, we eat it because it's edible, you know. It's it's edible, but it's just tasteless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. She she probably cooks it well for like four people, but she can't cook it in quantity. She she waters it down. I'm sure. You know what? You really shouldn't eat anything unless you enjoy it. So there's got to be a way to dispose of this pasta fazool without, (laughs) you know. I mean, we don't want it to just sit there and be the only thing that no one is eating. So I guess we just kind of all yeah. take a little bit. <laughs> you know, Christian's, nice voice, Christian's voice sounds like you put it through like one of those things, the witness protection program. Of course. Christian doesn't want to be found <laughs> that, out. That's what it sounds like. It's well, so Christian, awesome. Christian, we will not give you up. And uh, next time, take take some like baggies and pour it in there and then like dispose of toss it Toss it. Yeah, toss it. All right. Well, thanks yeah, for calling. We'll have to go that route. See, she Thank thinks you. it's great. She thinks it's great. Yeah, it's just... Right. It's just not. By the way, pasta fazool, if you're from the south, it's it's spelled fagioli. Yes, it is. Fagioli. 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 Tiffany. How are you doing, Tiffany? Hi, how are you? Doing well. Which of great teas topics are you calling about? Um, going places by myself. Tiffany, where do you go by yourself? I've been to Six Flags by myself. I go to the movies by myself. I've been to concerts by myself. I enjoy my own company. Wait, you go to Six Flags Great Adventure by yourself? I have. Well, you know, Six Flags is like you wait online forever and ever and ever. A couple of friends and I were going one day, then all of a sudden there was going to be a chance of showers. So everybody ditched, and I was like, well, I'm still going. And then it was the best day. I got on everything really fast. And That's I what Danielle was saying. Yeah, wow. That's it. I'm and telling you. I also you. got a rain check to come back another day for free. See, there you go. See, a lot of people refuse to go anywhere by themselves, Tiffany, but you can go to yeah. amusement parks. We actually had someone send a text earlier, Tiffany. They said they went to Disney by themselves, and it was the saddest place on earth. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Too many right. kids and families running yeah. around together. <laughs> all right, Tiffany. Well, thank you. And it, Tiffany is a, a, a light of, of hope. Yeah, that's yeah. For all, yeah. all of us who can do things by ourselves. Thank you, Tiffany. Wow. Uh, let's go talk to Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Elvis. Well, hello. Thanks for texting in. Which of Great T's topics were you texting in about? I'm texting about the people who think they can cook, but they can't. That's right. Who are those people? Um. Well, my mom. She's the sweetest lady in the world. She cooked chicken parm for a shut-in at church, mm-hmm. and the next morning, the lady or the shut-in died. Oh, she <gasps> died! Oh my God! I'm, yes. that, that's not your mom's <laughs> fault, though. What is her chicken parm that bad? <laughs> I know that's what that's what we always say. So she'll make um, chicken parm every Christmas. Yeah. Or when she makes it for dinner, everybody kind of gives each other the eye, like, this yeah. is your last meal. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get a pizza delivered. <laughs> that must have been a coincidence. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm hoping. You don't know. Yeah. We don't have the proof. There was no biopsy. <laughs> or uh, autopsy. Autopsy. Sorry. Uh, yeah, autopsy. Thank you. Thank you, Mackenzie. Tell your mom happy cooking. It wasn't chicken parm. It was like- I want to say for the record, again, Elvis's lasagna was the best lasagna I've ever tasted, ever. <laughs> Sabrina, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Oh, my God. Well, welcome to the show. Tell us which topic you're calling about from Great T's Topic Train List. Uh, Going places alone. Okay, where do you go alone? 
Well, I go to this two-day uh, rock show in Janesville, Wisconsin, and my I used to go with, like, other people, but then I'm just like, nobody can really keep up with my intensity and, like, my pace when I go. Right. And I'm just like, I want to see them. I want to see them. I want to see them. And it's like, food, bathroom, food, bathroom, food, uh, signing hall, merch tent, stage, blah. Yeah, you're in a hurry. Yeah. Like, you got stuff to do. Oh, yeah. So do you do you find people there who have the same level of intensity, so you hook up with them instead? Yeah. Uh, Kind of, sometimes. I actually met this really great couple there one time, and, like, some people were pushing to get closer to the stage, and this guy, like, grabbed my arm to, like, prevent me from falling, and his girlfriend's just like, hey, let me study you, and we're still really good friends to this day, and every go. time I go to the show, we still see each other. <laughs> oh, there you nice. go. See, you don't want people to go with you, and you know what? And they don't want to go with you no. because you are way too intense for them, and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay to be different than your friends. All right, Sabrina, thank you. Let's go talk to uh, <laughs> Jamie. Jamie, welcome to Great Tea. Good morning. Talk. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What's going on, Jamie? Which topic are you calling about? About people who think they can cook, but they really can't. All right, so who do you know that thinks they can cook, but they cannot cook? So we we do Ramadan. So it was during Ramadan, so we fast the entire day. Right, so we you're ready to, to eat. Husband, yeah, we were, like, we were starving. So we had this really big dinner at my husband's cousin's house, the wife's cook. And she was, like, talking about how she was going to make this Spanish rice and these tamales, and it was going to be great. So, okay, fine, we go. We're all starving. So we get there, and it was just terrible. Like, we all picked at it, you know, just to be nice. But so we ended up, we all, you know, the evening ended, and we all went our separate ways. So my husband was like, man, I'm still really hungry. Let's go to Wawa. So I was like, okay, I'm down. Well, we went to the Wawa, and everybody who was at this dinner was at the Wawa. I to say Wawa. Everyone's yeah, breaking their fast at Wawa. Yep. It's like, yeah. you know, as you know, for Ramadan, you're starving all day. The food better be on. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so Wawa was your, your Ramadan breakfast. Well, it was just funny because everybody, you know, we, we, nobody talked, nobody communicated this, that we were going to meet up at Wawa later. But everybody was at Wawa ordering food because everybody just did not, was not satisfied. It was awful. Well, <laughs> that happened to me at a Passover dinner. I went to a friend's Passover dinner. We went up at half the people at McDonald's afterwards. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yep. Obviously, the, the dinner was not up to par. Up to well, Jamie, thank you. I'm glad after uh, your day of fasting, you found Wawa. It was it was like your savior. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> We're done with that. Yeah, We're done with Wawa. they make some great sandwiches. <clears throat> well, they do, of course. But when you're starving after a day of fasting, <laughs> oh, forget like, it. You know, there are some people who will just eat anything, no matter if it's good or bad. But yeah. It must have been really bad. Yeah. Well, excellent. There you go. Right. Great tea. That wasn't so bad. All right. Tea. Wasn't so bad. Well, like I said, it was, it was on. It was on sale. You know, it wasn't like it, I wouldn't charge full price for that time. <laughs> so yesterday, Brody, after holding on to tickets for two months, finally saw the Avengers movie, and you have been going on and on and on about it all day. I am shaking about how good it was, and it, I'm still thinking about certain scenes. It was amazing. Amazing. So, uh, okay, that, that's your opinion. And a lot of people, I've heard, I've heard not one negative. But let's go talk to the movie man. Oh. Movie man. What's up, lesbians? <laughs> Welcome to Friday. How are you? Happy Friday. Nice to, nice to be here. Okay, so Brody bought his Avengers tickets two months ago. So I was telling him, well, why would you ever admit to not liking a movie if you bought tickets two months ago? You know? Right, because A, you're a dum-dum, <laughs> B, you're a super nerd, and a lot of people predisposed to loving this stuff. And it's, and it's good to know that his buying the tickets two months in advance paid off because apparently he just loved it. Well, another thing is, is it, 
it's a movie where I, I don't I don't recall another movie like this where it was all positives. I haven't heard one negative. So I'm afraid to go see it because it's been sort of hyped yeah, way, way, way up into the stars. So hyped. Yeah, too much too much hype, actually. And and you guys, I'm sure Brody's already told you, but this is a, a Marvel superhero mashup. Literally every superhero you can imagine is in this movie. They crammed it into this movie. Um, they have to stop the evil Thanos, and that's Josh Brolin, a CGI Josh Brolin, who set out to gather all six Infinity Stones. See, because if he gets the six Infinity Stones, then he's going to destroy half the universe. And look at all the stars in it. I mean, it's like 30,000 oh, huge celebrities. It's crazy. But going back to the story you're talking about, we're talking 10 years of plot in the making, 18 movies leading up to this. It's got to be big. There's got to be a big payoff here. So did you see it, or are you just making well, stuff up? No, I, I did see it, and there is a big payoff, but everybody should be clear, this is one of two movies, right? So after the two hours and 40 minutes that you've watched this movie, it's just setting you up for another movie. Right. Right. So it's it, it's a long. Here's the thing. Remember when they brought out Oreos double stuff? Yes. And, and you thought, hey, double the stuff. That's got to be great. Right. Mm hmm. Come to find out there's such thing as too much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't like where this is going. You can have too much stuff. I believe I believe there there are two categories here. There's uh, uh, Brody and and his peeps who are gonna love this movie no matter what. There are others who are sort of casual fans of the superhero movies. And and I'll tell you, if you're a casual fan of the superhero movies, you're gonna think to yourself, you're gonna think, wow, there's so much going on. There's so many superheroes. I can't keep up with any of them. Oh, I'd like to know a little bit more about. Oh, they're gone. Um, <laughs> there's there's so many explosions and and special effects and and there's just so much happening that I, well, I could tell you the person I was sitting with at the screening movie's over and like I said two hours forty minutes in right and the credits come up and I'm like thank God and they're like oh we got to stay for the credits and I'm like you out of your flipping mind really so go. are you saying it just kind of it wore you out they crammed too much stuff in it for you too much stuff wore me out um, it, it's it's not it's not terrible. I think it delivers what fans of these types of movies will want. Well, so hold on. Now, Brody, Brody, what do you want to say to, to Movie Man? This is one man's opinion, even though we love Movie Man. Movie Man, I have to disagree with you. I love you, oh. but this movie had exactly as much action as you want. Waited 10 years, sat through 18 films. <laughs> this is everything. You know what? It felt like 18 years and 10 films. But wow. you know what? Wait a minute. You have to think of it this way, movie person. So you yeah. have all of these superheroes in one movie, right? And normally yeah. you would go and see Iron Man in his own two-hour movie, the Hulk in his yeah. own. Two you know what I mean? So for two hours and 40 minutes, you're getting all these superheroes. So it kind of works itself out if you think about it. But you just can't throw them all together. You can't You can't have like a bowl of tomato soup and think, oh, it'll be great if I throw some clam chowder in there. Or how about let's put some vegetable soup in with my other four soups. All right, so you're saying don't go see it. And what am I getting no, out of this? That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying that if you, if you love all these individual movies like Brody, uh, you are going to be satisfied with what's going on here. There's a big ending. Brody, we're not going to give anything away here, but big surprise. You and your quasi-nerd friends can go. You can spend <laughs> half a day. You 
gonna you're you're gonna love it. Uh, it's it, it's gonna wear you out, but you're gonna be excited for the next one. But I I have to say that I thought they tried to put too much into it, too much, too long, uh, and and it. It just it's not it's not my it's not my cup. I know, but you also got to remember Brody is a he's a careful shopper. He his price per superhero was a huge bargain. You know what I'm saying? He got a, right. he got a lot for his, But what about me? The only movie I saw from Marvel was like Iron Man. I saw one one movie. So I shouldn't go see this. Uh, you well hang on. Uh, uh got to take a quick call. Hello. Oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Press one. You know what? Old, old habits die hard. They really do. Oh, Jesus. All right, all right. So where were no, we? I'm saying if you've, if you've seen Iron Man and it, 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 here's the thing. Some of the jokes, they throw a lot because they want to be a little bit like Iron Man. They want okay. to throw a couple jokes here and there. A lot of the jokes fall flat. You can't wipe out a colony of humans and then have a little jokey joke. It just didn't work, it just didn't work that well for me. But again, not a huge fan. Uh, if you love these movies, please go okay. and, and enjoy yourself. Okay. <laughs> this has been a rough one. Yeah, sorry, movie person. <laughs> why do you keep calling him movie person? Because what do we call him now? He changes his name every freaking it's, day. It's movie man. Oh, we're back to that. Oh, hey, hang on one second. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're so popular. He's very busy. All right. Times are tough. Right, he guys, well, I love you so much. He it's has great. to do live movie man now. All right. Okay, bye. We love you. Okay, love you guys. Okay, bye. A bigger name on line three. There you go. I think he wants to, to see it. I didn't learn anything. I don't either. No, what he said. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know what I'm saying. I don't know what he's trying to say, but there you go. <laughs> Gray skies are going to clear up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. A lot of phone calls coming in from Michael Oppenheimer. Let's see how he does. The email reads, my grandmother absolutely hates telemarketers. She's been known to blow whistles into the phone when they call. Oh, no. My whole family hates telemarketers. My uh, grandmother lives with my aunt and my mom and even my uncle. They all hang out together and wait for the phone to ring so they can yell at the telemarketers. (laughs) This is a job for Michael Oppenheimer, don't you think? Michael, let him have it. This comes to us from Karen in Kenilworth, New Jersey. All right, Karen, scary as Michael Oppenheimer is going to make the call. Listen as Karen's grandmother, aunt, mom, and even Uncle Eddie all get involved with a phone call from Michael Oppenheimer. Hello. Oh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Hello. Who is this? Hi, this is Mr. Michael I can't hear you. This is Mr. Hello? Good morning. This is Mr. Michael. You have to talk louder. I can't hear you. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey (laughs) Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today, miss? Hello. Greetings. This is Mr. What's wrong with you? I can't hear you. You can hear me just fine. Would you like to lend a helping hand to the illiteracy... 
Hello? Oh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today? Yeah, we're not interested, then. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the... Are you a moron or not? I mean, after I hang up three times, you, you keep calling back? Just a word about our program here this afternoon. Is this a, a recording? This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing for today? For literacy? For literacy. Maybe there's someone in your family who cannot read or write. We're not interested. Okay. Maybe you'd like to put a donation in. Maybe, um, maybe I wouldn't. You know, in today's society, reading is fundamental. Hello? Greetings. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer again with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing? Michael Oppenheimer? Yes. We'd like to tell you about our... And what? From, from what? The New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. Walk Along? For Literacy. My call for you today is twofold. One, to let you know about an upcoming event we have going on on Sunday at the Meadowlands. And the other is to ask for a small financial a donation at this time. Sure. Okay, can I have your full name, please? Uh, no, you'll find out when I get the cops to come over. Where are you located? Do you have anyone in your family who uh, is illiterate? And you're in... Excuse in me, I'm, new... I'm trying, What's your phone number? trying to read through my script. What's your phone number? Are you with me? Yes, I am with you. But... Um, would you like to participate in our event? Oh, okay, I might be interested, okay? Okay, uh, I'll can call I... call you back when I'm interested. Can I have your credit card number, please? Kind of was police, may I help you? I'm sorry, you must be in a bad cell area. This is Mr. Are you Mike. a total ass? One out of every 57 children are stricken with an illiteracy disorder. Are you aware of this? Hey, do you have a big Why are you asking such inappropriate questions at this time? You know why? Because if you do, go yourself, okay? I have this tapped, okay? No need to get crazy. And I don't appreciate calls like this. But ma'am, I'm trying I to... Tap. I'm going to have your job, and I'm going to sue you for harassment. Miss, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Good, I'm glad. Here, here's the cop. Hello. <laughs> I'm looking for Mrs. Irene Pastor, please. They said she was interested in making a donation for the Walk Along for Literacy. Let me tell you something, pal. Is this Mr. Pastor? You understand English or don't you? Is this Mr. Pastor? Do you understand English, jerk off? I'll take that as a yes. Jerk off. Do you understand English? For a monetary donation of $30... Kiss my ass. I, I'm going to call the cops right now and have your f number tapped, jerk off. For $30 donation... Hello? Yeah, yes, good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the New Jersey Walk Along for Literacy. How are you doing today, miss? Well, he's, he's Hello, Michael. Do you know this guy? Hey, Mike? Yeah, hi. How are you doing? Bob Sirbrice with the Kenilworth Police. How are you? Very good. Let me ask you a question. Where are you from? From the New Jersey walk Yeah, I know. You told me that ten times. This has got to be a friggin' joke. You think? I would think so. Karen is playing a joke on all of you. Oh, you son of a bitch. You've been phone tapped. <laughs> Who's this? This is Scary Jones. <laughs> I am going to kill it. Uh, that's pretty damn funny. The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. The Morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Elvis Duran Show, and subscribe today. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show.